the agenda for day 3 will be will be talking about sim methodologies we are talking about splunk discussions alien world osim fundamentals and in the end incident response today we're going to talk about miter and attack but in a defensive mode today will be not in the attacking mode will be in the defensive mode right all right so let's start off with sim methodologies so before starting off with same methodologies we generally say prevention is better than cure right and whatever you see as a same solutions these are all part of soc right so cyber attacks are never been fully prevented it's not possible right all the organizations should advance their detection capabilities so that they can respond appropriately the type of technology the era of technology is changing so as the attack patterns are also changing there is not a day that you will not see any news that any kind of cyber crime has not yet been happened right so you talk about like this situation this c19 situation if you talk about you'll see couple of phishing going on along with ivr phishing right apple had a problem zoom meeting had a problem last week right so these are some of the examples that you see and they do huge amount of sensitive data releases to the world right we have signature based and rule based detections mechanism but that are capable of detecting only the known threats we don't have anything for the unknown threats right so continuous monitoring is required there is this is where a security operation center comes into the play so that it will act as a platform for monitoring and detection on suspicious activity again i am repeating this is why it is coming into the play so that we can do continuous monitoring and detection only this prevention mitigation is recommended always it's not the sim tool is doing never right so a sock is nothing it's a dedicated site where website data data centers network desktop applications and other informative device are monitored and accessed in the real time for what for suspicious activities right then we have why it is needed what is the benefit of having this sock right to protect the sensitive data from exposure for compliance with industry rules such as pci dss payment card industry data security sta standard right then we have it helps the limit to damage of an intrusion or a data breach it limits it is again not 100% fully 100% offense and defense it, it's very difficult right so for business to function smoothly improvises the risk posture of an organization and incident management right so you will see some tickets kind of stuff also in the same field right now we're going to talk about that how we can build up a successful sock right so you can say being it an end user of a sock team that means you are an l1 l2 or l3 analyst or you are at the managerial level but we need to have a successful sock right because sock is one team that is going to work like 24 hours in an organization right so we generally say like security operation center is a service which which service we say security as a service 
why we say this just like we have platform as a service software as a service so this security as a service it deals with intrusion detection and security event management to run a successful sock in the organization we need to provide a good quality service to another organization a sock must be having these four point at least right because what we'll be doing we have multiple clients that are across the globe or within the city we need to provide some solutions to them right so that is why we need to have a good quality service with us so these four points are required for example we need to have a good human resource technology and tools infrastructure and management and process right so we're going to read by one by one as you can see human resource so sock staff include security analyst engineer sock managers and person who are trained professionally in it and networking reason being why it is written that you need a variety of guys over here because the situation you cannot see which situation will come to the sock environment it can be a router log it can be a firewall log it can be the log from windows event it can be the log from a linux machine it can be the log from a virtualized environment from the data center any kind of services web applications so we need to have a variety of people with us right so they are usually trained in computer engineering cryptography network engineering and computer science and may have certification like cssp cism and ccna it's it's good to have these management stuff as well because uh, when we talk about sock managers so we need these kind of certifications right so sock usually works 24 hours a day 7 days a week right so it's 24 by 7 i will not say 365 it's always like 300 something right so shifts will be there and you will see at least two security analyst and the responsibility should be clearly defined so you will always see in the night shift or in the afternoon shift shift leads are there over there right so at least two good proficient security analysts are required and the responsibility must be clearly defined to them this is what we mean by a good human resource then we going to talk about technology and tools right so a sock is usually based upon sim now always we call sim right sim security information and event management so it merges and correlates the data from traffic generated on the network from vulnerability assessment compliance reports logs etc so sim is a combination of two different type of technology the first one is written sim and the another one is sem right sem we call it so it is security information management which is doing what log generation and report generation right log collection or report generation it is doing second component which they have written is is like sem right it is called security event manager analysis of event in real time and correlation of the events so these are the two crux points of these slides security operation center must have multiple screens for the purpose of monitoring the monitor displays the event ongoing incident and the raise alarm if there is anything suspicious 
why it is written multiple screens right to be very frank i'll tell you if you are a l1 l2 or l3 guy you must have seen minimum to minimum one laptop screen will two dual displays on your desk right so that on one screen you can see which generation or ticket support is going on and how much tickets have been resolved on one you will see the ongoing activity and on one you will be having the ticket console where you will be responding your tickets right then there are certain kind of tools right because the heading says technology and tools these two are the things sim and sim keep this in your mind security information management and security event manager right then we have certain tools over here right yeah mr ranjit you are uh, you are right three screens at a time sir yes as l1 yeah you are right so there are certain tools that can be implemented into the organization for example uh, one is called like hp arcside is there rsa security analytics is there ibm qradar is there and uh, elim vault osim is there so today we're going to see the console for splunk enterprise right the trial version and we're going to practice on alien world osim and alien world usm anywhere both of the things will see right then uh, we have the third point called infrastructure right now the infrastructure very important point that a sock is usually protected with physical and technical security controls because it is to be very frank it is the heart of a company i would say right so we have four points over here location of a sock physical security surveillance and extreme temperatures right mr tinku i will explain you don't worry about tickets and all the stuff just wait for a few minutes right sock can either be located within the organization infrastructure as a department or as a dedicated site depending upon the organization plan and security budget so location you can have like you can say you will have on premises or you can install it over cloud as well there is no problem you can have it as a different data center as well there is no problem right so soft team can be an in house team consisting of a former employees of the organization or an external soft team can also be hired both of the things are possible right so this is about the first point second point if you talk about the physical security over here this is an important technical security control right why being because you will generally see that we have uh, we have to punch out the cards along with a pin over there to get into the sock room at least this level of physical security is always there right then there can be a guard setting uh, in uh, front of the sock room as well so there is no problem on that so security guard outside the sock center should always keep a watch that who is entering and who is leaving the sock if he or she is not from the sock team they should ask certain kind of questions as well right so a register should be maintained and they should be permitted to enter a sock to be allowed inside whosoever is allowed they should have a separate access for that particular room right then we going to have surveillance so the digital way the best way is like to put up a cctv camera right that can be deployed that can continuously monitor the security 
so usually the recording is used for the future purpose if there any any incidents or anything is missing from the soccer right so who is the person who is present at that point of uh, incident so that at that point of time this will be there right so inside sock room you will see cctv cameras for sure for sure right then it comes to temperatures right so i would say the temperature inside the sock wherever you are building it right so it has to be consistent it has to be like not too cold or too hot right so generally we say like havac controls when we talk about devices right so temperature outside varies in order for the inside temperature to be consistent air conditions must be used because why right the reason is because previously we have seen that in the human resource we need a person who is working 24/7 in shifts test the reason okay that is why we need to have that's the reason uh, we need to maintain the temperatures right then we talk about uh, the functions of socks so four things were over here right if you talk about human resource technology and tools infrastructure and management and process right so we going to talk about now functions of sock right so the first function of sock is real time monitoring so all those your doubts that you have like alerts tickets these are the doubts in there in the chat box don't worry it will be there with you right real time monitoring or management we call it the first point which is written is data aggregation and the second point is data correlation right so we must see both of them data aggregation is like we want to collect the data from multiple devices right so multiple devices it can be a computer it can be a server it can be a switch it can be a router it can be a firewall ids ips or the data which is stored in relational database that means knowledge base also you can consider right screening investigation and reporting any suspicious events okay so actually what we are doing is to be very frank any kind of sim solution that you see see in the market it is capable of in digesting a particular data in a format which is a raw format right whatever you give it to the sim it is a raw format which is not understandable by human you can read something but it is not classified what we are doing we are going through a parser and we are making it possible to read at our dashboard right so all the logs are properly summarize for better visibility of the suspicious event from massive amount of event logs generated by thousand of devices every second you will even you can see the log if someone create a new folder on the desktop this is also an event log right so in windows if you are if you are able to um, add it as an asset into your sim solution you can even see this activity also in sim environment okay so this is about data aggregation then we talk about data correlation right so correlation as the keyword is saying correlate right we need to correlate something so in this phase what happens is we have two or more events that are combined to learn the intelligence occurred 
suspicious activity and can help to understand the whole incident scenario right so what actually we do like if two events belong to the same family right sometimes uh, we have multiple uh, sids and event ids in microsoft in ubuntu or we see in web services right so we can correlate and we can judge the events in a better way right so event data correlation it is there right the first point over here is written normalization second point is categorization third point is prioritization and fourth point is coordinated response and remediation right so the first point if we see this is uh, written normalization right so normalization is nothing it will help us to eliminate the redundant event logs entries which are collected from thousand of devices and make it in more concise actually this is actually very much same to the database concepts as we study um, normal forms right first normal form second normal form third normal form and boycott normal form bcnf right so it is just like the same thing that we are eliminating the redundant event logs which are collecting from thousand of devices and making it more concise right so if you talk about categorization now it classifies the event logs just one moment right just one moment it classifies the event logs systematically to make it more easier to understand correlations between two or more event logs so categorization is this we classify the event logs systematically right so you can say like you can classify it on the basis of source type you can classify on the basis of count statistics all these things is possible right then comes to prioritization so once the suspicious event logs are identified right so they are filtered down to eliminate the false positive correct so in this what we do is once the suspicious event logs are identified concerning with the revenue generating the it assets we need to prioritize first so just like we say in vulnerability also high low medium critical none so if it is like a high uh, point of or value for an asset and it is harming you you will prioritize it first to solve it first that particular ticket right then we talk about coordinated response and remediation so in this phase what we do all these suspicious activities which are detected we will filter down to remove the false positive right and remediate the real incident before it lead to a big damaging right so generally we uh, classify them as p1 p2 p3 in organizations and we try to coordinate and make a good decision before it reaches up to a good level right we do have certain doubts on the chat box let's see one by one tickets means alerts mr tinku yes it can be right uh, it can be mr anjit it can be like a suspicious event which is reported by the sog analyst it's an event 
yeah if it is an enterprise ticketing tool yeah it can be like i would say that's my answer for it so our siemens soc also covers suspicious activity from dlp in the sense if any employee sending confidential data outside the laptop for example usb copy and move uh, mr ashish shivastav right you can say possibility is there because generally if you see the deployment structure we do have certain sensor right so sensor from sensor we are forwarding all the data to the uh, sim environment right so possibility is there like if your dlp is also configured over it you can see the events over there the ip source and you can see the even you can see the disk and uh, cpu load and these kind of stuff you can see over there but which data no you cannot see event will be there data you cannot see right okay yes sir dlp will be sending logs to sim okay if yes if the dlp is integrated with sim yeah you're right no issues mr barun and mr ranjit ranjit thank you for it right second function is the first function was a uh, real time monitoring and management right so second function we're going to talk about right now is very important that is reporting and custom views right so executive summary is there audit and assessment is there and security metric reporting is there right when we talk about the first point executive summary as we all know like it's a brief description of all the findings right or the action which has taken place during the incident and it also includes details like strategies tools tactics and people involved this is included in executive summary right so it's a very broader overview i would say right when we talk about audit and assessment over here so audit and assessment is the technical audit and security assessment reports are shared with the concerned client or team as a proof of vulnerability or compromise right this is this is why like generally we do like audit and assessment in our company as well internal soc external soc both can take up this activity right so a follow up is also taken to ensure that the incident is fixed completely so that is why audit and assessment is required over here in the reporting and custom use okay third point when we talk about security metric reporting this is where i would say this is a detailed report on the current security posture of all the devices which are generated and shared with the senior management for what for decision making on the security investment that whether it is able like you can implement something and you can reduce the risk right so these kind of stuff is required over there so it contains all the detailed report okay it help management to know about the current strength of the organization security posture and the readiness to face the cyber attacks or data breach in the future that is why security metric reporting is important so executive summary it's broader view right audit and assessment if we talk about so it is just audit and assessment that will be shared with the concerned client or team and follow up is taken to ensure that incident is completely fixed and security metric reporting is required so that you can take up a good decision making right so that you can invest on security tools or appliances and it will help the management to check what is your current security posture and how much is the readiness to face the cyber attack right the third function now 
third is after action analysis after action analysis we talk about now forensics and investigation now you can say like how it is different right so when it comes to forensics sometime in some of the cases when we receive incidents when we receive events when we receive tickets right sometimes sock analyst is not able to understand it properly and we need to take the help of some forensics team generally we call it like f certs right forensic cert we call that team is also there so in this phase all the data collected as a evidence is analyzed in a greater depth to learn sensitive information about the incident and what would help to prevent such incident occurring next time all right investigation now investigation is conducted if the event is too damaging as it involves cert team and law enforcement agency to trace back attackers location and legal action against them so you can see if uh, someone is bad enough right we receive certain kind of defacement stuff at that point of time forensic sometime forensics also fail if you are running behind couple of proxies vpn star tunnels i2p tunnels it's very difficult to go back and trace right then we need to take the help of law enforcement people those people come into the picture they look at the scenario and then something can be done right but sock at some level it can fail too as well because we are not able to understand the tickets event what is happening right like generally people know sql injection is coming right it is coming from random sources random ips maybe behind a vpn right they are not able to see the current uh, user agent what is used by the target or the by the victim they are not able to see these kind of stuff right so this is a scenario sometime people receive dos ddos multiple source ips not able to identify who is the source possibility is there although we have layered security right organization structure is not like this it's very difficult as that we see at at our home it's very difficult and uh, very difficult to breach and very different from what we project right till here anybody has any doubt you can ask me up i am opening the window for 5 minutes you can ask me up over here no problem um hi uh, i have a question in concern with uh, filtering out uh, uh, false alarms or alerts so uh, yeah. what are the parameters we are going to use for that uh you want to reduce your false positive right can you give me a use case anywhere hello in the sense there are certain times uh, we get uh, alerts like uh, uh, i have observed in some of the things you know we have put a monitor uh, ip monitoring for our uh, mobile device as well you know in terms of uh, monitoring those uh, mm -hmm. we get a false alarm when uh, user access their email uh, from their phone and their computer uh, we have certain set certain uh, geographical limitation and if they cross or if the ip is changed uh, in terms of um, you know from their broadband to their uh, mobile data we get alerts mm -hmm. and uh, you know in terms of filtering out those kind of uh, alerts uh, 
what yeah. we can use uh, are you applying any kind of log categorization and standardization or not um we basically use uh, go by um, uh, ips um, so you are just doing ip right so i would say categorize your logs and standardize in such a way that uh, you should follow certain kind of compliance right as you are saying that you must be i think by your uh, use case i understand that you are using a mdm solution right mobile yeah. device management i think yeah. right so yeah. you can say like uh, you can uh, add meanings to your events by this line i mean like you should standardize your events using common attribute and merge them together right so it will eliminate next time when it comes to you right so it's okay. a tool right you can minimize 100% it's not possible we can minimize so it's better you give them a good standard uh, you uh, you can say you can uh, group them together your assets or your source type or your event ids right and then you try to merge them so it will reduce your false positive in that case right it should it should reduce right and well, along with that i have one question yeah yeah, yeah. please go ahead yeah which sim is uh, which sim solution is best i mean you mean on premises or a cloud totally depends on the organization structure sir totally depends on it but if you ask me today like most of most of people right now they want to eliminate the risk because it's an overhead right so i cannot say like if it is a bank and you are using a cloud no if it is a private cloud okay no problem no issues in that so on prem people are going on i would say so cloud is also okay like i think ibm curada also had a cloud version splunk also had a cloud version hp oxide now also had a cloud version so you one more actually here uh, one my question is if i if i go for a cloud 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 solution so right. second pe- uh, period of time what the log will happen whether we can with how where it will go into archive it's per your agreement with the cloud provider csp so they can give you but uh, i think if you are talking about this historical data or historical analysis or trend analysis so might yeah. be might be some months data you can get might be but here you have a provision right you can have it a year log or a two year log no problem but evidence retention or generally we say log retention we generally keep it for two years not more than that after that that data becomes unused nothing it's right, so totally depend on the actually organization. even i have seen that most of the organization are going with the on premises because the cloud is very costly right correct correct so totally okay. depend on the scenario you are at which uh, place you are at in the organization right so i was talking about the first one the mdm one very nice question you can add some uh, packet traffic data also over there right add some packet uh, tool over there as well include vulnerability management as well osim if you heard of it ossim right it's vulnerability management also you can scan also and you can monitor the events also so that will reduce something right i will showcase you osim alien world osim i will showcase you right some people were heading the doubts for the recordings recordings will be there 
it will be uploaded on the YouTube, right? And you will all get CPs, 10 CP points for attending on all the three days, right? And the one CP yeah, Mr. Just Mr. one more question. Um, yeah, yeah. If we are building out a same solution for the first time, um, mm -hmm. so what what should be our uh, timeline in terms of building out uh, uh, and uh, ruling out these uh, false uh, or negative, uh, you know, threats or uh, alerts? Time you cannot decide. Right, it takes. Uh, N number of time I would say because you need to keep on updating it and you need to keep it a fine-tuning to it right so it's never been like you make you start a start building a sock and it is hundred percent fine it's not like that right if you carefully see this slide which I talked about if you were there in the session right we talked about yeah, yeah. technology and this right so okay. this thing it should be it's an ongoing activity right you need to keep on uh, fine-tuning it as per the requirement because technology events are changing right anyone has any doubt you can ask me up no yeah problem. hi uh, karan how are you yeah, yeah 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 i'm good sir i'm good please go ahead uh, yeah karan i have one uh, question uh, regarding seal uh, is uh, only like relevant to means like it has any limitations to integrate any uh, it's uh, uh, means like uh, it is only monitoring up to security like information security level only or we can integrate uh, third-party applications such as physical security uh, nowadays that is also more uh, vulnerable uh, you know uh, in terms of uh, uh, attacks so just for yeah. an instance uh, for an example like CCTV camera you know mm -hmm. it has an IP and it can be spoofed and somebody can use that uh, path to log into the network so what right. my question is what my question is uh, uh, can we, uh, if I want to integrate that kind of application into the SIEM solutions, so mm -hmm. that will uh, produce more, uh, you know, uh, high, you know, uh, images or sometimes it can produce a, and it can send a video data also. So in that right. scenario, my network will be, you know, uh, using more bandwidth and it will right. impact my uh, uh, current uh, network capability. Right. So, right. so what I'm, what I'm uh, uh, trying to ask is whether if I integrate that, so how mm -hmm. would it will be good to segregate that kind of scenarios in my uh, existing SIEM solution, uh, not uh, getting disturbed with my the prioritized uh, like a security system like switches, networks and whatever it may be. So how okay. I can uh, categorize this kind of scenarios within uh, like Splunk or whatever, whatever the SIEM solution. Any, any, any SIEM solution, right, right. So see, very nice questions are like, because you asked uh, latest things like IoT, right? Whether we can implement these kind of stuff or not. Exactly. Answer yeah, exactly. Answer is, answer is yes, right? Now the thing becomes how, right? Because it will be so heavy, right? So what we have is we have like heavy forwarders are there. When it comes to deployment server and structure, I will explain you that actually how we will do, right? So there is a component, we call it like indexer. There is a component we called forwarder. There is a component we called sensor. Everything is distributed. It's not at one aggregated place. And if you talk about like Splunk or any kind of SIM solution, IBM QRADAR, ArcSight, we have deployment server as well. So everything is distributed now. So don't worry about the load. LBDs are there. Load balancer are there. Don't worry about that all. Right. 
in this case uh, i mean to uh, like then we need to have we need to go with the extra hardware kind of a thing or with the same load we can manage. no 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 extra extra will be needed right because yeah, you okay. see we are including the streamings yes true right so it will be there it will be there right uh, mr ashik you uh, ashik right so you asked me one tool you can integrate skada or ics right so you are talking about that wall gauges and all the stuff separate monitoring is there to be very frank possibly is there very nice question again like you're talking about gas chambers you're talking about the wall system scada system you know where yeah so okay. possibility is there but the for them sir it is it will become a overhead right how much you will make this heavy so possibility is there there are certain apps as well lot of threads are there for now industrial control Correct. system that's right. the reason that's in because i based in middle east so a lot of petroleum companies mm -hmm. they use this aramco right no i am at so, qatar actually you are at qatar all right all right fine fine no issues so uh, yeah you are right like these gauges gas chambers separate monitoring things are there for that right if you have time i will showcase you some part of it uh if you bring it to same right uh, so it will not be a good decision i would say even if there is an app or plugin to collaborate it will not be a good decision to come over here there any other other tool uh, other than sim solution which yeah that's possible yeah yeah that is possible that is possible all right so once once i get free from the session i'll, I'll let you know right okay thank you go ahead all right All right, guys. So let's study a little bit more. Then I'll uh, give you the chart window again. Right. Hi, Garan. This is the last question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please, Mr. Apas, go ahead, go ahead. I, actually, the thing is, you know, if you see in the development infrastructure, they will use for uh, the Yelk stack actually the last class test kibana. So, is there right, any right. major? Is there any major difference? If you see for normal IT infrastructure, they will be depending on like you know Q radar. HP Arc mm -hmm. Site and Alien Vault. These are all the main product. But if you see in the development infrastructure, they will, you know, mainly depending on for only for the Elk stack. So, is there any differences? Is there, sir? If you know the difference between SOC and NOC, this question will be clear to you. See, SOC when it comes to SOC, it is only logging and monitoring. Okay, when it comes to a NOC, Network Operation Center. apart from sock duties you have to keep your network devices appliance keep it running you have to manage that as well that means you are working as an engineer as well and you are working in the sock and uh, sock responsibilities as well right so that is why the you talk about that elk stack so we have like uh, elastic search log stack in kibana right so that is their security onion these kind of monitoring tools are there security onion is one of it i'll showcase you right so let's proceed now i'll give you the chart window again what is sim right so here if we talk about siem e is silent we always called sim right it is a combination of two different type of technology as we studied sim and sem right so analysis of events in real time and correlation of events and log collection and data generation right so when we talk about sim technology it provide real time analysis of the security events alert generated by the network and the appliance 
right next thing we call it why do we need sim right so we talk about why do we need sim right we have internal and external threat right attackers are smart and traditional security just don't surface right that means it is not enough because you can see the era is now changing right so nowadays you will not see very regular sql injection you will not see you will see something like command injection someone is trying to execute in command over your server right these kind of sophisticated attack comes spear phishing comes right phishing comes right then uh, you talk about uh, because we have multiple the network is growing as per the devices is also going security appliances are also going so we have increased in the number of logs from multiple sources as we discussed already about couple of sources uh, being it and windows being it and router switch firewall any kind of stuff right usm also right utm also so many things are there now then we have to meet the compliance requirement now as per the compliance requirement also we have to build up in that way right now we talk about some capabilities of sim solution first one is like aggregation as we studied aggregation and correlations so you need to get data from multiple sources alerts we want to generate alerts for the notification of issues okay correlate we need to look for common attributes and link events together into meaningful bundles okay retention sim retain all logs and data for a long time to facilitate correlation of data over a time i will not say you will keep it for way back four year data it has no meaning for us correct so that by many mean by we mean say we say we need to retain the evidence the general thing is two years or maximum to maximum three years you can go after that it is not there with us okay in sim you can go 30 days back one month back two month back whatever your knowledge base is you can go that much as per your policy again right so compliance is always there now when it comes to scalability it should be able to scale right as per the organization need in the face of unexpected event volumes and analysis a very great example right now we can see is we are all working sitting at our home what we do is we take a vpn connection we directly go to the rdp server for our uh, sim or deployment server as a client as a normal user and we can use that particular sim solution or any kind of application right now you can access sitting at your home right but all things are there policy are being changed security policy everything is being pushed like this okay so possibility is there right now how sim works have a look at this diagram then i will explain you what does it mean just one minute huh? now the first thing the green color box that is collection 
okay so collection is as we all know collecting from multiple sources right second thing is normalization normalization is nothing but we have to redundant our log entries which entries because you are getting data from multiple sources we need to eliminate from thousands of device to whatever we want so how we do these things how do we normalize the things we use some commands we use search queries we have a search box we write queries inside it right and splunk the same thing is known as splunk spl like splunk language we call it right so we can use that right in ibm curator also we call them or rsc we call them as a keys we can use that thing right then we have correlations over here so correlation is redundant log data is looked for common patterns between the data and the different sources to find out some link between them possibility is there that you will get a source that is like 2 months back and today you receive the same log same problem people are logging with default credential anywhere right you can try to correlate the data and you can see the common pattern if you are able to see that common pattern we can reach up to a good conclusion and we can refer something that this thing should be fixed right so that it will not happen it again then we talk about database database means like here is where your all the logs are retained and are not processed quickly enough by the server it can be retained for almost 90 days over here almost we can do it again all depends on the architecture and infrastructure we can do it for more period of time as well but generally it is 90 days general i'm taking then we have notification you can see the black box right so notification is just like uh, for example you have uh, traffic that is uh, coming from external ip to multiple ports on our network it should be denied right so notification here means alarm we can set some triggered events we can set some triggered alarm as well so as soon as it touches your network if the pattern is match query is match rule is match it's going to give you one alarm for it okay then we talk about reporting over here so reporting here uh, we can say sometime reports are generated directly from the backend of the database right or reporting events or incident in the detailed report on current activity current security posture of the network devices is generated and shared with the senior management so whatever we generate incident report detailed reports we generate network devices health report you can say that it is working or not any component of the sim is working or not working fine or not we can report it these things to the higher management right and when you talk about storage now right so storage again it is like connected to database only you can say if you want to set up things for a longer period of time for your future reference to facilitate the correlation of data for longer period of time you will put it in the storage server right so if logger is implemented then they can be stored and retrieved for a longer period of time right so collection multiple sources then you are normalizing the data then you are correlating with the uh, previous results that you have then we have uh, 
notifications that is like talking about alarms right triggered events alarms over here and we have database so in database we are capturing everything for almost 90 days in journal and then for reporting you can report about the incident reports to the higher management right the network health or any component is not working we can report that and on storage you are keeping the things for a longer period of time so that you can correlate in the near future longer period of time means more than 90 maybe like a month or maybe a year or maybe eight months you can say like this okay proceeding next thing like eight critical things to consider while choosing a sim solution right because in the end the problem comes that which things we should consider right so these are the eight things you can have a look on it log collection user activity real time event correlation log retentions it compliance report file integrity monitoring log forensics and dashboard if we start from the last point dashboard right so it has to be very much brief it should have good visualization good pivoting it should showcase us good reporting it should give us right user activity monitoring it should it should not uh, like leave any kind of uh, thing which is there at the user end right so we can have application log we can have uh, user log as well we can have database logs right so these all things should be there real time event correlation it is able to do it should be able to uh, analyze our local event logs so if you are running uh, deployment server or uh, your forwarder it should have real-time event correlation in that thing right log retention it compliance report file integrity monitoring these things should be there eight critical things then we talk about deployment options which is i was talking about during the doubt sessions right so dot the deployment can be done in these ways right one is like self-hosted, self-managed. One is MSSP managed, right? One is like jointly managed, right? You both are jointly managing service provider and you are both managing. Then you have cloud MSSP managed. Then you have jointly managed and again cloud, you just purchase the space and you are managing it, right? So it's both, pos every possibility is there. Again, depends on the organization, how much they allow you right how much they allow you to use the on-premise or to use the cloud services or they want a joint solution what things they want from you right so it all depends on how you deploy it right so multiple multiple things are there then uh, this thing is there like sim solution right so here is like uh, a couple of lists you can see ibm curator alien world sim which we gonna see HP Arcsight, RSA, and Splunk, right, which is also included up over here, right, okay, before uh, moving it to the next slide, if anybody has any doubt till here, you can ask me up, I am opening the window for five minutes again.
anyone any doubt whosoever joined lately you can ask no issues uh karan i have a question uh, you mentioned about uh, file integrity monitoring uh, is right. it going to be a separate front uh, or a additional tool we are going to use uh, to monitor yeah you can have file integrity monitoring dlps you can have it's all layered right it's all layered so you should have right this thing should be considered while you are choosing sim so if it has a capability of doing it in build it's very nice no issues okay right thank you yeah yeah no issues Fortigate also come with their own sims recently. Yes, 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 Mr. Rahul, you are right. Karan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please uh, go ahead, sir. Karan, uh, I just need to confirm, like uh, the things which you are saying that these need to be considered while choosing a sim solution. So, right. uh, like, is there, like, in your knowledge, is there any sim solution which, or like, that sim solution is considering all these uh, relevant points, or uh, you are talking about the advance of, like, for example. for like uh, few of the things are covering under edr few of the things are covering in sor and the correct, rest correct. is a baseline is this yeah 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 i am talking about a broader way right now because we need to have right if you talk about file integrity monitoring is there in logarithm you can check right okay. i am not sure about ibm ke radar uh, with uh, splunk app is there you can do this thing with splunk as well and what about helix firei uh any idea fire eye fire eye is like you're talking about a utm appliance right so that is another thing right i'm talking about sim not utm utm appliance is different right then uh, you but, have uh, you uh, have uh, that guide is also there okay but many uh, i have seen the environment that many are using with this sim solution they are they are integrated the helix environment hmm. with the sim solution yeah integration possible no issues so this is like i covered the broader way right you you should do this thing should be obviously there with you because on a single solution or a single sim solution these all can't be captured yeah now you have to that is why i said like you need to keep on fine tuning it right it's not like you implement one environment and it's there right so marketing it is like jointly manage an mssp is like mssp is actually managed security services right so it's one that who will be giving you the security provider you can say who is working with you and you both can manage that particular sim solution or an environment okay got you thank you yeah yeah, yeah no issues can we configure next generation to log sim yes mr naman you can do why not we can we can we can do any uh, any like you yeah, yeah. i'm sorry i'm tired to interrupt you no so uh, like no if, problem. if you get a chance today or or if we have few minutes so uh, uh-huh. is it possible to give an overview for the advanced sock or the for components the, which need to be there in the advanced sock like which you have See uh, the things you are talking about. Right ITSI now. ITSI structure I can discuss with you. No problem. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. ITSI and you talk about corporate uh, structure. I can showcase you. No issues in that. Yeah, that will be good. That will be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I will showcase you. No problem. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, one more question uh, about uh, yeah. the same. Um, uh, when we uh, 
intend to monitor, uh, including our uh, IT infrastructure as well as the end-user systems. So are we going to uh, install agents on the end devices or uh, is it going to be capturing at the um, network level? It is, you can do like we have sensor, right? So to connect to the sensor, something you need to install an agent. Also, it can be agentless as well. In that case, you need to provide either Windows authentication or either you need to provide the uh, SSH credential for that particular thing at least right so uh, you can say agent less it is also there in OSIM also it is there right okay okay yeah thank you yeah yeah no issues anyone any question please go ahead no problem This, uh, uh, this all the same solutions will have uh, the limitation of log uh, storage or do we need to first uh, it is on license based uh, you know capacity on the storage level license based as well and it totally depends upon what you are uh, using for the storages right because you remember as per the diagram it is written like uh, we need to have a database storage as well yeah right License it is obviously right since it's there let's suppose you talk about Splunk free version which is there for 15 days or 7 days So you can only per day you can only pass 500 MB 500 MB is nothing for a corporate Right so obviously limitation will be there but all depends upon where you and how you implement the storage Right so it's it's gonna be fine like storage is not being a problem with any kind of uh, Splunk it will do any kind of Splunk will do you talk about RSA anything it will do. Uh, one more question uh, uh, mm -hmm. actually uh, how it will be you know uh, read for the encrypted data so whatever we are giving the source data it will be that uh, I mean not encrypted data right if the, suppose we do monitor encrypted data what is the solution this will help let's suppose you talk about VPN huh? let's suppose right tunneling you talk about yeah. so see when it comes to any kind of sim environment right automatically it will do some kind of source type and search is for you everything is not encrypted only your data or your w cookie or web cookie you say that is encrypted that is fine we cannot read no issues right if you have something like if you have a capability that uh, you can have a packet capturing over there you can try to decode right for example you have pbx phone right so sip protocol is there if you talk about the port number 5060 and 5061 is used 5060 it is unsecure right you talk about rtp real-time protocol then you talk about srtp right so srtp is secure one 5061 we cannot do it right but if you try to enhance a little bit on wireshark uh, there's a capability we call like voice shark. It's a plugin, right? So you can try to decode the data and some partial data you can see. Even you can listen also that call. That is possible, right? So not all the things are encrypted, I would say. Source destination, these keys automatically sorting will be there. So whosoever will be the SIM engineer in your organization or corporate network, he will make certain kind of rules like this. Okay. 
and on on your end because your console is a very restricted console that you see up in the corporate so whatever you search he will give you the keys okay this for this kind of event these keys will be used for searching so you can search based upon that and if you are like more than a team lead or l3 you can have that particular access it all depends from access to access right yeah you are saying most of the same solution have license for number of event allow per second uh yes yes uh, you have any other doubt you can ask me how to calculate the log size if the pcs if we have 100 pcs right so uh, mr karthik uh, we have certain commands we call it search commands right so we say like uh, stats count this is one of the top commands that you going to see along with the piping symbols so that is why we call like we need to make um make up some queries using regex expressions as well in that case you can calculate the log size for that particular event or incident okay so this is possible calculating the log size is there you can possible this can be done no issues karan okay. actually in the mssp point of view uh, they will have uh, you know to getting logs from small small entities right so because that logs has to be travel over the internet so this scenario uh -huh. like you know for how the encrypted logs can i can able to see for complete logs from the like uh, the client actually the mssp point of view from mssp point of view any use case you have for it any use case So for example i have a small company around 50 users the everybody is you know using for edr endpoint detection response solution so i wanted okay. to i wanted to do for you know like threat hunting like you know for ioc and other errors using oh, okay 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 i got you i got you right you need to implement those kind of things right so yeah. i would say uh, the threat feeds right the latest one if you talk about Exactly. So, hunting combination integration. Yes, we need to look upon this area as well. So, what you can do, sir, is there are certain apps, right? In Splunk also, in IBM Kiradar also, in HP Oxide also, in Sentinel also. What you can do, you must have heard upon very simple threat feed, which is known as Alien Vault OTX. You can freely register over there. You can pay to them also. They will get your key. apply the key into your environment you are connected second option ibm curadar ibm curadar have ibm export thread exchange you can combine with it they have one more product called ibm watson if you combine ibm curadar with watson it's going to be a rocket product right then if you talk about the same thing with osim it is also possible right so it's going to be there in the practicals so you will understand how we integrate the stuff right very nice question like latest threat intel question very nice question right so let's study let's study till the architecture right and uh, after the break after the first break we going to have practical over sim and osim both okay so let's see up the things over here that incorporate how we can uh, do the things okay the employ deployment structure integration how we will do this kind of stuff so first of all uh, we going to talk about now splunk right we started with sock then we made an introduction to sim then now it is coming i am focusing on simple thing splunk very old very popular uh, very 
much used across the globe as a uh, sim solution right it's not been like it's one of my favorite or it's being popular the data visualization is splunk is very powerful very powerful once you apply proper commands proper filtering proper search filters it's going to be giving you very much good detail in terms of trending attacks historical attacks any kind of stuff very nice visualization it give you right so splunk actually does these kind of stuff not even splunk any kind of sim can do that right so the first thing that we studied that aggregate and correlate right so index data you can see it can do the indexing of the data search and investigate adding knowledge monitor and alert and report and analyze when we talk about index data is just about the same thing that you generally create up a document or you have a normal notebook you have indexing right over there so you go to particular you see it is written on page number you click on that and you directly go to that particular index page correct similarly in data we going to perform the same thing okay so we have application management operation management security compliance and the rest of the things okay so whatever comes to splunk that will be in raw right so what data which kind of data it can be any data from any source now whatever example we discuss so far dlp we have firewall we have network devices virtual machines sensors databases right so it takes from anywhere and what things you can see you have logs configuration messages call detail records even you can have click streams you have alerts so sometimes people click on phishing links right it is again going through uh, inbound and outbound traffic you can read that scripts right scripting you can do right that is possible changes ticket management these things we can do now when we talk about splunk how does splunk work so we have three components as you can see on the screen right now on the top we have splunk search head okay then we have one thing called indexer and then one thing we have splunk forwarder you see three components separate separate things okay in the deployment server in the deployment server these two things he will be maintaining it that means splunk indexer and splunk search head he will be maintaining it right so it is like this we deploy something and then we create users we give privilege to the user so that he or she can use that particular indexing on that particular search head okay then we have on the bottom we have search splunk forwarders so splunk forwarders as you can see different logos are written you have like linux you have windows you have web application you have server you have mac operating system anywhere right so we need to set up this agent this is like splunk forwarder very simple to configure just you need to specify the deployment server ip and the port that's it nothing else we going to give okay so this is the component and uh, right so if we talk about like uh, how splunk is deployed you have three things right now for it right splunk enterprise is there like it's available you can download you can use it on your devices as well but it going to pass only 500 data uh, 500 mb data per day 
okay then we're gonna have splunk cloud then we have splunk light for very small light environments right now if you talk about these things like we talk about three things indexer search ad and forwarder okay so if you talk about indexer now we'll go in depth that what indexer actually do right now you can see on the screen indexer you are getting the log these logs are actually in the raw format okay it is going to splunk index and after that it will index all the raw data right so if i give you an example the example for raw data will be just a moment i'll give you an example you see this one is a raw log everything like cluster jumble right if anybody who is not that much technical i think we cannot understand what is scramble thing on the screen right now right although i can read a little little i can say this is vmware sensor coming from surikata we have a flow id we have certain kind of payload and we have http content type text by html i see it is .net right i see http post method protocol and status code it is coming 302 making a redirection to somewhere somewhere you can see severity of the application and i can see something i can see but it is all very much big there is a very small rollo but in real time it is so much big that uh, we cannot see it properly right so splunk what it does it makes in a human readable form right so process machine data storing the result in the indexes as event enabling fast search and analysis as the index indexer indexes data it creates large number of files organized in set of directory by age that means you can say that it will create up a folder with the date or time stamp in the deployment ser server directories right so you can have like uh, persistent data with you and you can go if you want to see the logs manually you can go inside that particular folder and see that okay the next thing we want to see is like search heads right so as you can see i will zoom in a little bit as you can see right now that it is showcasing one search box and in the search box it is written source type is equal to access underscore combined and action is written purchase and status is written 200 okay so this is like they are performing up a simple search so if the source type is equal to access combined and action is equal to purchase or status is equal to 200 that means response okay it's going to give you the data right so it allow users to search language to search the indexed data that means we use spl generally we use splunk language right distribute user search request to the indexers we have some knowledge objects on the search heads right that can be created to extract additional fields and transform the data without changing or underlining the index data that means what let's suppose you have a raw log okay you parse it you give it to the indexer indexer will give you in human readable form in splunk okay we have it now by default it will identify certain kind of host name certain kind of host ip certain kind of host 
type source type right it will identify automatically after that from the logs what you can do is you can right click and you can add it to the search you can make it to an uh, event you can add it as an asset you can add it to the search fields this functionality this easiness is given by splunk very easily right yeah mr barun that was an example of firewall you're right right so you can see how beautifully it will give you the visualization that is why it is very much used right so you can create some uh, crazy pie charts pivoting with it very nicely right so easily we can identify you can see the coding right now accessories arcade shooter simulation and sports so it's an example given over here which allow us to do that then we have forwarders right so as i said let's suppose you have one uh, you have 100 pcs right so you will have forwarder over there right or let's suppose you have a syslog right syslog server you have so or sys monitoring you are doing so you can install the forwarding over there and you can bring all the logs to your splunk that is allowed right so you can have a sensor also there is no problem from where you are managing all the things right so in this case you can see it is uh, taking the logs from a web server so splunk enterprise instance that consume and sends the data to the index so anywhere you can install this forwarder it's a simple exe file or you can even do it on a mac or on a linux using your cli environment there is no even a single point at single point of time you will find the errors very light 31 mb 32 mb agent i would say you can install and it will start giving you everything okay then you can say this is actually three kind of uh, structure that we see that is a deployment server cluster master and license master okay three components three behavior like how we actually try to implement okay so when we talk about a single server like you can see you can do searching indexing parsing and input okay so i can say single server like we will be using right now during this workshop so you can say it will be good for learning for personal use small very small environment not even i would say i can do for 30 people no i cannot do that right so you can set up a testing environment for that kind of environment it is okay because you are using a single server you are not saying that you will keep all the things separate okay now we talk about second thing as you can see right now this is deployment basic deployment right so basic deployment you can see forwarder you will use from different different sources there is a forwarder management so splunk universal forwarder agent is there we can install that and it will give all the things to you again this basic functionality or basic architecture is good if you are having only 20 users right so less than 20 gb data per day that is the recommendation okay so forwarder is giving everything collecting everything and giving it to the splunk servers this is what we do in the basic deployment then we talk about multi instance right this is i can say this is good when somebody was asking about like you have 100 users right so this is good right in that case what we do searching we keep the search head separate 
then we have indexer separate that is doing what simply it is doing indexing and parsing nothing else even searching you can see that is why your searching queries whatever you input that will become fast otherwise you will see like you have huge number of logs with you it's going to take some time maybe 15 20 minutes it will be overhead right so we don't want to have that so we split across multiple machine in this case multi instance right so that will be good for 100 gb per day that will be good and it supports like 100 users data now again we're going to scale up because corporate network we're going to scale up more right so in that case forwarder we need more forwarders and something we need to change at the middle layer you can see right now that means we need to change something at the indexers okay this is where your cluster will come into the picture right adding up a search head cluster right so what we can do we can have services more users for increase search capacity allow users and search searches to share resources so search head what it does it does minimum minimum three search heads you have you see like you have multiple instance running for it so if your resource is busy let's suppose the next uh, search head is busy at least you have two search head with you so you are making a cluster right and a deployer one extra thing is coming over here deployer so deployer is there to manage and distribute the applications right because generally we talk about plugins and apps in splunk so uh, it will all the things need to be separate over here so deployer separate okay search head everything cluster you are making so if one of them is busy let's suppose three are there one you are using one of them is busy you can use the third one and it will help you in performance so there will be no problem even if you have more than 100 users with you okay then we have like forwarders this last layer is the same this one and uh, the middle one is also the same indexer that is also fine there is no problem only search head we are changing the thing over here right then you can say you have index cluster you can do clustering with the index as well okay why we need to do i would say to prevent your data loss right because again overhead will start coming because you have multiple sources coming up so you need to promote your availability it has to be uh trustable i would say and you need to replicate the data so if any of any of the indexer fails you need to have a backup copy again right that is why you will see here the cross lines are there that is why we are saying that it will maintain multiple indexer over here okay deployer is the same nothing no change all right till here anybody has any doubt you can ask me up the window is open for 5 minutes again uh karan i have a question um, in concern with the uh, uh, splunk and uh, syslog uh, is there any uh, specific tool uh, uh, syslog uh, compatibility is there with the splunk or it is universal universal you can do sir there is no problem syslog you will not face any problem even even if you give the credential let's suppose you want to do an agentless uh, implementation right you can give the direct uh, credential for it and it will come to the splunk there will be no problem 
okay uh, in in a scenario if we are pulling out uh, um, uh, the system logs uh, using a separate uh, tool or something so mm -hmm. uh, in that scenario we can use the same log in the splunk as well no 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 in that case let's suppose end end node is let's suppose it is windows 10 professional right so yeah. from the administrative patch server or uh, the administrative right you can push this uh, simple thing i will showcase you right you can have uh, this thing with you this one it's a very simple like it's a 31 or 35 mb tool not more than that exe is there so it Okay. collects from remote sources anywhere okay. right and you can scale up to terabytes of data there is no problem in that right okay. i will showcase you the configuration once i jump into the practical stuff okay okay uh, one more question about uh, search and uh, cluster uh -huh. uh, is it going to be uh, like a exe or is it going to be a separate configuration on the server front on a cluster server or something which one? Hey, yeah, cluster server. This one is like you can consider. Yes, cluster. This one is a separate thing. So this you mean to say that uh, this is going to be implemented on a uh, you know a, a cluster configured server? Configured server, right? Right. Okay. It's better to have that virtualized environment. So, uh, so general idea is for uh, to have a fault tolerance. Yes, correct. And availability, right? Because you will see. Huge, huge data we will get. Yeah, I understand. Right. So Thank it will be. Yeah, someone was asking, sorry, in between, right? Please go ahead. Karan, uh, what is the underlying hardware specs for this? Like Underlining hardware specs, right? I would consider, uh, like you are asking for Splunk. Splunk is yeah. the lightest. Right? It can run 16 gig also. There is no problem. Cluster server uh, depends right on the environment, I would say. But in virtualization, when you talk about data center, your vSphere client server over there, Hyper-V, it's, it's okay. not going to be, they are dynamic, right? So virtual RAM, virtual rack is there. You can increase at any point of time you want. So is there any deployment scenario like uh, which part of the network, uh, which which role should be deployed? Uh, is there any like that? Uh, like it, it should, mm, it, it, you it, can find this in the deployment guides. I will showcase you, right? In the end, I will showcase you. Deployment guides are there for, specifically, I'm talking about Splunk right now. Right? Yeah. So deployment guides are there. Uh, as per your need, you can do that. Yeah, default one is there. It is there. I'll showcase you. Okay? I'll yeah. showcase you. You just okay. tell me one if I forget this doubt, okay? Yep. Yeah. Jakaran, the same question yeah. that, uh, I also need to address. Uh, okay. Like, for example, if we need to set up a lab, a small lab at home, uh, mm -hmm. uh, so uh, like uh, we will be requiring three machines or like only two machines. Sir, can you don't need any, you just need one machine, nothing else you need. You see, I have deployed one server over here. Simple. Okay. Just, I would say you can have a RAM for. 12 GB so that your system will not get slow, right? You can have a simple GNS3 network simulator with you. GNS3 has all the latest virtual devices that you can mount and you can start using Splunk like this. This is a very raw image I just installed today only. 
it's you can use it at any point of time it's very simple it will it's going to take 1 gb on your hard disk right now nothing else right so no special okay. thing okay any deployment guide which need to be uh, used? deployment guide i can i can recommend you both because you have two doubts so no issues deployment guides uh, we can use uh, just if you give me a minute right just give me one minute i'll i'll we we need to set up some policies and other things and in the background so and the mm -hmm. components how to use other components for the same other components for the same correct right so i'll just showcase you if i have it right so sir uh, like these kind of documents you can use for example like they have these are all official guides right uh, capacity deployment directory search dmc forwarding indexer for any everything we have different different things for example let's suppose you want to do deployment okay so they have given us like how to implement a distributed deployment so there are different kinds of deployment let's the document load up and where you can find this i will tell you you just have to go to docs splunk docs right here you will get everything i am pasting the link in the chat box so that you all can bookmark it for your future references whatever you want to do whatever in splunk right you can search it over here and i have downloaded the same local copy on my hard disk and like you can see like this one like i was talking about in the beginning of the session splunk phantom they came up with a very nice thing premium solutions right so it's very nice if you combine with it so it's very good for uh, soar implementation everyone was asking me that uh, it was here like phantom is the solution for it and i was talking about right now which i showed you that is itsi it service intelligence uh, deployment structures so cluster based it is there indexer based it is there you have single instance and you have multiple cluster over there right so this kind of document you can use right like they have written that how much you need you see if you carefully see right now i will zoom for you you can see for small enterprise it is there for it is there how much you need minimum 10 less than this so these things will be good for you these are all technical guidelines that are being given by splunk company only right these are all by this only so you can use this these are all official guides capacity deployment directory search dmc forwarding you can use right so i think both of your doubt here you can find everything right and the link which i provided you can bookmark it and you can read it for your future references all right anyone has any other question you can ask me up uh, this our uh, splunk by default uh, this is ms sql database or oracle which one which database it uses by default when we installed without pointing to any of our uh, uh, database like i will showcase you its core files to you once we do the practical implementation right core files and uh, it supports uh, how many databases just maybe it is there in the documentation just for overview like it's, oracle all the database supports in the industry or any any support it supports it supports majorly it will support all the okay
latestly because they updated as well to 8.03 is the latest version right <clears throat> uh if you talk about databases right um if i remember we have something called splunk db very nice question i think splunk db connect yeah this one this application you can use it to have like uh, relational databases jdbc odbc's compatibility you can use this so i think sir here is your question you see here it is if i yeah thanks thanks aws kora you talk about and i think cosmos db also i have worked with that it will work over here right sap it will work with the um, cybs also postgres latest one sql mysql these are common uh, linux database linux uh, config files you can do easily mem sequels these things that will go okay so yeah, uh, no issues no issues yeah, yeah please go ahead please go ahead this one question from my side yeah yeah, See, yeah. uh just to us about the uh, index cluster okay so mm -hmm. when the universal forwarder forwards the traffic to to the index cluster i mean mm -hmm. you said that if if one of the nodes go down then of course there are the nodes to cover it so yeah. uh, so so that means that when when the forwarder sends the uh, uh, packets so it, right. it sends a copy of data to each node that means each each uh, that data copy is kept on each node so it's so like you know every node is is, is a replicate of another node is is it like that or you can see like i am highlighting this area right so yeah. forwarder let's suppose you have 100 pc right you set up 100 forwarders you give it to this index cluster let's suppose you give it right so whatsoever data is coming to it it is coming to the index cluster whole cluster okay now inside indexer are they are exchanging the data and they are maintaining the copy so if anybody gets it down you will help it it is not there at the forwarder if you have a problem with the forwarder let's suppose out of 100 one system is not working with the forwarder you will not able to get the logs right but in that case there must be an alert because you need to set up an alert like this if forwarder are not working it should alert you in the dashboard so you will get so an alert in the dashboard that alert is also another in the search query that we write to to correct you can you can set up you can set up the alarms and events and triggered events in the dashboard it is allowed so if so any kind of each each node there. contains the exactly same data as another node is that correct yeah in in the middle yes correct correct okay that is right in the middle yes all right thank you yeah so uh, guys uh, let's have a break for 10 minutes right so after 10 minutes uh, what we going to see is like i will uh, take you through a deep dive how the search queries are working in splunk and we going to have some use cases of web logs database logs and windows events right and we will analyze the real time events as well and we try to understand what we can else do with splunk right and then we're going to search to alien vault osim and usm any anywhere and in the end we're going to end up with miter and attack okay
so everyone let's have a break for 10 minutes we will be back by uh, 3:52 for sure okay so let's have a break and uh, after that we can continue take a break everybody right Yeah, anybody has any doubt, you can ask me a question. Window is open. I will again wait for another thirty-four minutes. Everybody, let everybody come back. Uh, Karan, how threat threat intelligence work here? Uh, so, intelligence work. In Splunk, I would tell you. Uh, let's suppose you have logs from web application right so you have ips you have destination you have certain kind of parameter like we call iocs indicator of compromise hashes right so in that case what we do uh, once you integrate your uh, thread intel with it so what happen is when you start getting the option that you can search in the ti database right so if any kind of ioc is available for that particular ip url hash it gonna give you the result there only and you can categorize you can group them this is possible and all this possible if you are having an integration and uh, you are able to get the key right so for key we need an api yeah, I want to understand those integration like uh, what type of integration we it's possible and uh, what are the third, third party threat intelligence we can integrate is there any uh, in bit threat intelligence uh, app like uh, yes you can get it from cisco threat feeds as well you can get yeah. it from fortinet as well you can get it from otx as well you can get and it from ibm x force exchange as well possible okay okay this is possibility there okay uh karan yeah mesh pragya yeah uh, so uh, when we discuss building a successful SOC, right? So there are four points in that: human resource, technology and tools, infrastructure, and management and process. Right. So uh, I just wanted to check, like, uh, till infrastructure, it is uh, okay, clear. In management and process, what we had discussed. I mean, I missed that slide, or maybe I'm not getting it. All right. Let me just quickly check it up. Just a moment, right? Just a moment. Any other question anybody has, you can go ahead. Uh, it's it's again related to the threat intel you were talking about. Yeah, now, yeah correct, correct. Now, see, uh, the threat intel, uh, if it's a uh, uh, an enterprise security version, then surely there there are plenty of 
threat intelligence available from Splunk. However, with with standard uh, enterprise versions, you you mm -hmm. are using a third party threat intelligence, right? Right. Now, what 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 would be uh, I mean I mean like example if you have any specifics on 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 free free uh, versions because I I tried this with virus total and others and and mm -hmm. they are very basic which only gives you the domain and 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 the blacklisted IP and 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 hash also but but there's not anything concrete where it really looks into you know where where you can actually write some some rules to to query uh, you know. Uh, Better IOTs and 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 get get it into your Splunk. So, do you suggest any any specific uh, names that mm. would help? Yeah, have you tried it out? Um, I would say, uh, Alienvolt OTX. You tried out? Is is it free or do you have to buy a subscription for that? Yeah, Alienvolt OTX is free as well as paid as well. Okay, okay. So, right. what does it look for? IP domain hash or anything else? I will I will showcase you right. I'll showcase you the integration with OSIN. I'll showcase you. Okay. Right, okay. because we have couple of doubt with us, right? No issues. Okay. Uh, Miss Pragya, your doubt like management and process, right? So management and process, I guess I missed out in the slides as well. So management process here we talk about number of customers, number of servers to be monitored, right? And you talk about that uh, what is your company policy is defined, what is allowed, what is not allowed. And what are the services the SOC team will provide? This is there in management and process building of a SOC. Okay? okay. Number of customers, number of servers, and company policies, and what are the services you will provide to the SOC team will provide to the entire clientele side. Can okay, right. you show that slide once again? Uh, yeah, just a moment. Uh, just a moment. Yeah. Any other question, anybody? Karan, I just want to understand the sizing part, like uh, uh, what what are the, you know, uh, consider how, what are the things we need to consider while sizing? Like, is it uh, a locks or a user size or any other uh, things? Which size, sir, you're talking about, by the way, here, like, in terms solutions, like, I'm talking. Mm. Like log, log or width size. I'm talking about the total solution. Like what are the like things we need to consider? Like whether it's a logs or a users or how like IPs or no. Deploying, deploying, deploying. You think? No, no, no. Sizing, sizing. Before we purchase, like we need to like what are the oh. things we consider? Uh that depends on the environment, but I would like to showcase you something. Just give me one sec. Huh? Just give me one sec. No, I would like to showcase you something. Here is the, therefore you, 
miss pragya right you can see anybody any doubt you can ask me up first plunk we have indexer and search popular is this something related to splunk tool alone or is it same with ibm app scan sir ibm app scan is not a sim tool by the way uh, ibm curator is okay yeah that is fine indexer uh, actually i would say indexer and header like uh, heavy forwarder this is a common term uh, deployment server common term sensor common term indexer we call head here only like generally we call like log aggregator in uh, rsa we call log aggregator there in their architecture right so every as uh, every same has different uh, things but i would say the baseline foundation remains the same always okay so they must be using some other kind of keyword over there but functionality always remains the same so their aggregator is there that uh, we can use right i hope uh, ms pragya this is clear to you right so it's there in the management and process right yeah yeah got it okay so what we gonna do now we gonna see something which is like spl right search language indexes so you can see right now that i will zoom up a little bit zoom in right so this diagram if you carefully look at it is written from the beginning that it is index equal to web source type access underscore star means whatever it is there after access no problem status 503 right it is giving the http status code over here then you have something called stats that will give you the stats actually right and here what we are using we are using a function right so you can see like get is a function some price some of all the price field over here as lost underscore revenue right so these things you can see looks like very simple english statement or somewhere closely related to search queries right for a database so you can understand in that way and you, we are using always pipe right so pipe command is just to have execution of all the commands that we can do in one single query okay then we have command which is known as like lost underscore revenue field right eval means like do revaluation dollar sign means you want to take up that particular variable two string that means you are converting two string right type conversion you are doing over here lost revenue comma commas right so commas you can see the format string from the values in the lost revenue and insert commas so why we are inserting this so that we can segregate right there will be a space when you are uh, reading the logs right so just have a look on this so similar to this is we going to do see in the practicals okay have a look on this for a minute and then we'll proceed this is search language in syntax
let's proceed now right so something like this we gonna do okay next thing is uh, these are certain component commands you can see five basic component we use like search keywords phrases boolean expressions like this right pipe symbol you can use you can use concatenation you can use braces brackets right and we have commands to uh, create a chart for example you can do all the stat counts you can write stats count you can write top limit equal to 10 it gonna by default it gonna give you 10 results you can write top limit 20 it will give you 20 results okay so these things we can use you can get a sum right sum you can do if you want to do any kind of uh, regular or mathematical expansion you can do over here then you have some arguments like right? just like we just seen that thing dollar right so you are calling that particular specific field over there you can write dollar let's suppose you are calling source type or ip you can write it over there and it will come over there right then clauses you can use just to rename a particular field over there okay then we have uh, you can see this is exactly how it gonna work so you have something like storage you can see storage database which is there in the desk then you are writing index equal to security and source type equal to linux underscore secure fail star means whatever failed fail password fail login whatever after fail is there it gonna give you and fetch some events from the disk that match right or from the storage server then intermediate result table is there then again you are putting a pipe symbol you are writing top user top user means by default i told you it will give you 10 you can write top limit 20 it will give you 20 okay after that again pipe symbol you are writing field percent so whosoever is there you can say the final result will be there in the terms of percentage so total top 10 users which logs are linux underscore secure failed logs are there and it will give you the result in percentage field hyphen percentage this is what we call as a search pipeline over here okay then we have uh, making the pipeline more readable right so it is very simple like by default it it comes in a very simple uh, white syntax or format you can say or font you can say you can go to preferences spl editor is known as splunk language editor and after that you can select some uh, dark theme over there and it will come it will start glowing like this you can see major major functions it will start glowing like start some eval lost underscore revenue and two string right so it will start glowing like this so it just to make it like uh, readable and understandable in one go right so you can see uh, boolean operators and command modifiers are generally in or uh, orange right so you can see like right now or sorry so you can uh, specify by double piping also that also means or right you can write and also that is also working and uh, you can say you write like uh, span equal to one hour you write functions functions are in purple color command arguments they are in green color and these things like we can specify also that is not a big deal we can specify these all stuff as well okay so now you can see we can go here as i told you preferences and you can choose a dark theme over there so what we will do now we will uh, start the splunk and we will explore that area 
okay so here you see uh, simply this one is the by default port right 8000 so i'm just going to localhost 8000 and you can see this is the interface right that uh, you generally see for splunk so i am logging with the default credential and you can download the same if you want to set up in your own environment so i'll tell you like how you can proceed with this right so you just you have to maintain an account over here on uh, splunk simple maintain an account and just for once right and after that you can install like n number of times there is no problem So as you can see, the latest version, it is uh, coming out to be uh, 8.0.3 right now, right? And easily you can log in over here and you can download anything over here, right? So I'll showcase you once. Right, so as you can see now, just the very little size you can see, the 300 MBs you can download anywhere, Linux, Mac OS or anywhere you want, you can download this and just simple exe, you need to click next, next and it will be installed, right. Now, if you uh, just first time when you log in over here, it will be exactly like this. The dashboard of Splunk is exactly this, this is a fresh, which I installed over here. There is no apps over here, nothing, right. Even this one is with the limited functionality, so we cannot do much with it, but whatever we can do is there, right? So we have like administrator tab over here where we can go to preferences. And I was talking about that SPL editor over here. You can go there, you can choose up any kind of theme over here. So let's suppose you want a dark theme in your, in your search header, so it will be like this, right? You can see all the color combination over here, keeping it default, nothing. And you go to preferences, uh sorry when you go to account settings over here you can change up your password you can uh, create a new user also there are multiple apps that you can install for example i'll showcase you uh app for enterprise security right So you can see these are the default. This is by default, it is there. You can see I have one Splunk forwarder, right? Which is enabled right now. I have a Splunk light forwarder. I have Microsoft Sysmon add-on. I have app browser, home, legacy. I have sample data app. I have some instrumentation. This is coming by default. Monitoring console and all those stuff, right? So let's suppose you want to add up something. You can go to find more apps. So from the Splunk base, it's going to give you a whole bunch of databases. So almost 1,000 apps, more than 1,000 apps you will see over here. As you can see, you will have Telegram chat alert action over here. So the first doubt was the session like we can get something for mobile as well or not. For sure, you will be having MDM and all the stuff. If you try to find it over here, you will surely have it, right? So let's suppose I uh, search it, you can see, see IoT and industrial area, the doubts were there from ICS also, right? So
so it's there we can have something from there as well right you can see mcr and syslogs over here memorandum then uh, you have gigamon this is also good right rest api modular input you have diode receiver add on you will see you have logging gates right so you can have that thing you have octopus energy that is also there so multiple things right hive also hive hive logs are also there so i am focusing on the enterprise one especially i am talking about microsoft things right so when it comes to i'm just writing enterprise in the search box and you will see this uh, splunk enterprise security so now like we cannot install it otherwise that install button will come on the right hand side here it is written like view on splunk base so i'm clicking on that and uh, you can see the features of it okay right so as you can see i will open up this image you can see if you install these kind of apps right so it's it's going to give you a good visualization first of all on the top only we can see that we have high critical medium low and informational things right and you can see over here also you can see the alert type workbench you can see up over here right so by default it it's there but it is not that much visualized we need to enhance the functionality always okay so threat artifacts any kind of http intelligence you were talking about that you need to implement the threat uh, intelligence also with you so you install first of all this application with you you install this and after that what you do you integrate with your ti so result because in the end we need to make report right result on the splunk readability is very nice very nice in splunk okay so we can use uh, these kind of stuff along with that you can see how the malware operation matrix is coming over here you see easily we can at one go right now we can understand that we have malware count of 50 plus going up and infected system 438% okay and you have average infection length of 0.3% and old days infection is 0 days easily we can understand so that is the functionality of it right so we can have multiple apps no problem if you have a good deployment structure with you you can have multiple apps with you there is not a big deal right moving on to the next app that is messages so in messages like whatever problem comes in splunk admin problem error problem update problem it will showcase you over here everything alert trigger event it will showcase you okay then we have settings so in the settings i am holding the screen for one minute over here you will see you have knowledge you have data you have system you have distributed environment you will see indexed or clustering over here you know why we are seeing everything over here because i installed splunk as a deployment server on my local host this is a windows operating system and everything is installed inside this only okay so i can have a forwarder management over here i can forward the things right i can have a distributed search in the case when you have multiple indexing clusters over here possibility is there okay then you have a knowledge base you will see uh, search reports alerts data model event types tags field lookup 
what is your user interface you can monitor your con uh, console even from here right you can see over here that it will come under monitoring console as you can see right now like i have 8 gig of ram uh, ram right now windows standalone and i have two cores with me so i can see my system things over here i can see whether splunk is working fine or not help check i can do over here i can do anything with the indexing or license usage you can see over here that how much i have used it today i told you 500 mb right so let's see how much today So it is going to take some time. You can see right now, right? It is point point zero zero seven years. Last one minute ago, it has been refreshed. Right? How much it can be used? You can see resource usage, forwarder. I have instance or I have deployment. So if I am calling from an instance or it is itself a forwarder, I can set up as a forwarder server as well, right? And these are the general settings up over here. So again, I am opening. And uh, this time what we do is, you can see activity and that is the next tab. So settings, I will explore you more over here. We will import some data over here. So uh, you can see I have jobs and trigger alerts, right? So let's click on jobs. Let's see what's there inside. Right. So these are some jobs, right? You can see the owner is admin. I will highlight for you. I am reading this line, okay? Job is like by the admin application Splunk monitoring console event is zero created on this date particular this I can download this export this setting in CSV format as well and I can download in XML and I can download in JSON as well I can upload it again to another instance of Splunk as well there is no problem in that okay so what we gonna do right now is I will showcase you that I have this data with me, right? You see, I have one access underscore 30 day log. I have one DB log with me that is of CSV. So this one is almost 38 MB. This one is uh, 4 MB and this one is 6 MB. This is Linux server log, right? So I'm gonna upload one by one, one by one on uh, this particular thing, okay? So let's see how it will come up over here. Just one moment. All right. So you can see over here day three and this is the data. Okay. So how I gonna upload anything over here? I will simply go to settings I will simply go to add data okay forget this right now right for those guys who were asking me regarding the implementation again right you can read this thing also that what data do you want to send to the Splunk platform Cloud data, networking, operating system and security. These are certain like guides. You can find it from here only. Okay. 
So if it is like a cloud premises or any kind of environment, you can use this thing also. Cool. After that, let's suppose you want to get with some other method. You have three methods over here. So we have upload, we have monitor and we can data from a Splunk forwarder. Okay. So what happens up over here? Let's suppose I start from third one. That is the simplest way. Hey, so let's suppose you have forwarder. I will install one forwarder in front of you and I will showcase you that what you can do, right? So first of all, how to do is we need to look for Splunk universal forwarder. Okay. So this one is there. Download it. Okay, so you can see like we have as you can as there was one question regarding that where we can install these kind of stuff. So you can have Linux, you have Tensor, you have Mac OS, FreeBSD, and AIX. Okay, now you may ask me that uh, Karan, like what about other things, syslog and all the stuff, right? In that case, what we do, we maintain a sensor, right? So sensor is nothing; it's a machine where you are aggregating the things. So in you put all the syslogs you configure over there, whatever your normal infrastructure says to you. Okay. After that, what you do, you just install this universal forwarder over here. Okay. So just holding it for one minute, just uh, read it and then we're going to proceed. Okay, now see this, right? How how this will work, I will tell you. Okay. So here you go. Right. So let's suppose you have machines over here. Okay. I'm making three machines. This one is Mac OS. This one is Linux. Right. And this one is Windows. Okay, what you will do on each of them, each of them, you will install the Splunk forwarder agent. Right, each of them, single port deployment server IP will be same. So what will be same over here? What are the common areas? The common areas will be your deployment server IP and your port your forwarded port will be same. For example, in your case, it is 9002. Okay. Deployment server IP will be the IP of your Splunk server. In my case, let's suppose I have one machine, I have another machine. So I will give the IP of this machine where I hosted my Splunk. Cool. So this you will set up in the receiver. Okay. These two things we need to set up over there only. After that, what will happen? Whatever you do here, whatever you do here, it will come to this. Whatever you do here, it will come to this. Whatever you do, it will come for this. This is okay. This is for instances, right? Whether it's virtual or it is like local, it is okay. Let's suppose we have 100, 100 systems. 
so no problem we have 100 this we have 100 this we have 100 this right 300 no problem in that now you can say Karan, we have a router okay so we can say we have a router log right we can say we have a switch log we can say we have a firewall log right so simply you need to forward all those log over here also one way is like you can do it directly possibilities the configuration you can write the rules it will go to here no problem you have to open this particular 900 port on your uh, acl or firewalls or switches router logs wherever you do policies you need to push this policy it will do for you okay that is fine second thing what you can do instead of directly doing it over here what you can do uh bring this thing uh, i would say you bring this three things at one space in your normal thing let's suppose you are doing this monitoring also right so bring this to one particular server right we call this as a sensor from where you are making all the fetching okay so sensor this server this sensor right sensor deployment we call it so this thing you can again forward to over here so it can come over here as well in your existing structure overhead don't give it like everything right because splunk by default it can accept any kind of raw logs any kind of things it can accept right and it can understand it will parse and it will give you in human readable form all right in this anybody has any doubt you can ask me up in the architecture anyone can you explain once again please if you don't mind yeah yeah no issues no issues sir see uh, on the left hand side we i made like first windows linux and mac os so let's suppose we have 100 100 systems of it on the top the green notation that you can see up right now i'll use a black highlighter right now right so you will see this one i was talking about that this is you are installing a Splunk forwarder. Okay, so Splunk forwarder will give all the things to this deployment server. Everything. Deployment server is what? Is where where I installed my Splunk. Right? So in my case, it will be all the local host. Right now, whatever I have. 192.168.0.168.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0
you configure we call it as a sensor right so sensor is it is acting as a feed to you and after sensor you can give it to that particular port so whatever there is in the sensor it will start doing it right so alien vault osim you can deploy as a sensor also alien vault you can use it as a sim also right same goes with splunk as well okay and i had which data is sent from the sensor to do we have to install forwarder in the sysmon uh no mr signess no need to do like this you can add up a single rule over there right no need to why why to overhead if you want to install in the sysmon server you can do no problem right so mssp these uh, there is no problem you can do but i would not recommend you to do over there instead collect it one place and after that send it that will be good Karan, uh, how much time like it will it will be delayed, right? Like a router will send to this server and server will forward to this uh, Splunk. So, is there any delay in between or? No, no, no. It will be fine, sir. It will be real time monitoring, right? So some some time you need to wait as well. Even if right now I start doing the local host uh, event, uh, it will. Uh, if the backbone is one one gig. Like uh, from this yeah. sensor to server, so yeah, yeah. so I I believe like if a lot of locks are there, maybe you know there will Correct. be some buffer. That is that is why I said you like you use cluster that thing, right? So the okay. threshold and all those things you can maintain over there easily. And what is the format between <laughs> sensor and uh, server? <laughs> like is it a normal syslog or any other format like CSV or? Uh, it can it can take it can take sir it can take no problem it can take no problem from here to here you give it like csv or you give raw no problem router log switches log no problem at all it will to sir insert of splunk uh, what format it is using which uh, for what splunk sensor is which, sending which in uh, sensor to splunk what format it's the same format it carries or it's a different format it will be raw it will be raw raw sir it will be raw yeah. all raw will be going here okay right. all right so current last question yeah please go ahead please go ahead yeah uh, as you said in the diagram means uh, if you are talking about the network device like router switches they are using one uh, let's suppose already a syslog is configured so we are sending using the oids and snmp so The logs are coming mm -hmm. to the that from there it will go to uh, this uh, Splunk server. That's fine. But as you said, means uh, if you talk about the Windows servers like Linux or anybody, so we just mm -hmm. install kind of a small application. So what are Correct. logs will collect? I mean, sir, it's kind of use the same. You can you can select which log actually you want. You want application okay. log, Windows log. I will showcase you. Just now I am doing that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. just now. Thank you. Right. so this one you talk about like splunk forwarder so i will open up the window right after all the practical implementation will do after that i'll open up the window again so let's suppose i download it for this for windows 10 okay so this one is windows 10 server i think this one windows 10 just one moment again
right? So it's just going to take one minute and uh, it will be all fine. I know I will tell you that how we'll receive, how we'll configure that receiving code over there, right? So simply we need to go over here settings and uh, we need to go forwarding and receiving, okay? So forwarding and receiving, when you are not forwarding anything, you can set it up as a forwarder server also. So we need to not to do anything because we are considering this is a deployment server. Just go to configure receiving, okay? So you can see right now my port is 9997, simple, right? And I click it, enable, disable, I can delete also, no problem, I can create up a new port as well, right? Let's create up a new port. Right, so you can say this is like they are by default they are taking 9997. To be very frank, you can use, you can use the net stack command to see the port should not be in use, okay? So you can use any one of it, there is no problem. So 9999922 I give, okay? Or 9999777 I give, no problem, okay? I save it. That's it, in the deployment we need to do only this one, okay? Now, coming to forward, just opening this, Okay, I, this is coming out to be just wait a moment, right? I think this is enterprise Splunk forwarder I need to do. Universal forwarder. Yeah, I think, yeah, this one is fine. It is just, you can see very simple 60 MB. It will down quickly. Okay, done. So let's start this forwarder now. Right, this is our dashboard. This is the simple installation as you carefully see this. Right, so I'm doing with the customize option right now. Customize option I'm doing. Okay, customize option you can install to anywhere you want. You need to have administrative right. This is like SSL configuration right now. Right, so forwarded. Splunk data will be encrypted with default Splunk certificate. Right now I'm doing a local setup. I'm not worried about my SSL and all those encryption, but in real time, 
we need to provide the SSL certificate over here along with the password. Okay, so CA root certificate you need to provide over here in enterprise corporates. Okay, then we go next. I am just leaving it. You can install it as a local system. You can install it as a domain account if you are working on AD kind of environments. Then you can install it as a virtual account. So you can install as a virtual account and it can access all the data on the forwarded to this machine. Whatever you forward right to this machine, I can do that. So I will go with the local system right now. And this is actually what you can select over here. So you have application log, security log, system log, setup log, CPU load, memory, disk space, anything you can do. And you can also enable AD monitoring as well. You can see. And you can give path to monitor as well that which particular directories or C drive you want to monitor. So there was a question regarding the file integrity monitoring and all the stuff. I think the doubt will be cleared over here if you implement this kind of stuff with all the proper configuration according to the deployment guides. That will be good. Okay. Then next we gonna do. So it is asking for creating an admin account. Let's create something called admin and admin one two three. Simple admin one to three. Simple. Okay. Then it is asking that you have to provide the IP of the deployment server. If I have a deployment server, I can provide the IP and port over here. But this is an optional step. You can directly go and apply the receiving thing also. You see receiving indexer at which you want to receive. Correct. So you can see right now we have received data over here and we configured at nine 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 seven. And let's check the IP of this machine first. So we have this is one nine two one six eight zero dot heading. Okay, so let's see. This is like I give one nine two one six eight zero dot heading. Okay, and here I give nine nine seven seven whatever port I configured. Okay, next you do it says invalid server address. Sorry, I put a double dot. And click on install. Simple. Only this much we need to do. Okay. After that, you will see what will happen. Just let it install. It will take another one minute. Let it be working upon, right? So after that, what will happen? I will showcase you once it get properly installed over here. Which port I can select? Uh, Miss Pragya, you just have to check. You just have to check using this command to be very frank. Like you can go with net start and you can check which port are in use already. Okay. So the one which are already in use, you don't uh, need to. Put it over there because otherwise it will create up a issue. Okay, so it is asking me for a permission. Just a moment. Okay, now you will see it will install. There was one more question. By any way, we can log sim to like arc side to forward to Splunk. There is no point of using two sim solution same environment forwarded. Okay, 
especially if don't want pam access related okay you want uh, pam access to be seen in splunk and just notable if some changes are made pam authentication you can neglect there is no problem it all depends like from where you are getting the logs but pam authentications you can neglect that there is no problem right pluggable authentication module i think right you are asking usbs and all the stuff so there is no point like first part you write like sim like you are writing arc site and again forward it to splunk so it it says like if uh, sensor is there i would say sensor or any kind of uh, aggregator is there from there you can configure two ports right one for the splunk and one for the uh, hp arc site and in that case you can do over this but hp arc site to splunk i would not suggest go for this because tool will always have a false positive remember always okay so now it has been successfully installed as soon as you you do this i will tell you what will happen to splunk now as soon as you do this i am going to search and reporting okay search and reporting you will see over here data summary there is something called data summary over here which is saying like waiting for it and it has got something right so from here if you see right now i have a host hack desktop right now right now over here right so whatever wherever you consider that particular uh, universal forwarder so let's suppose i do it in my another machine that particular host name netbash name will come up over here and i have six sources right now you see you see we selected available memory right cpu load application security system everything i have everything and it is going like real time i have six source type you will see because i configured on this particular host only okay so everything will come up over here and it is still counting you can see the last update it has just happened 442 right now 442 you can see the exact time time till it is there okay so it will come up like this to us okay now proceeding further we need to inject data now to this particular splunk environment what we going to do we going to go settings add data okay one by one i will do one by one so i am uploading first of all we covered this forwarder now this is all good right forwarder is all good monitor i will explain you after this so i am going to upload now and what you can do is we can select a source right so source we have to select workshop right and we go with access 30 logs first okay i'm going to click open and it's going to upload right you can see it is done it is going i'm going with the next step it is saying set source type now carefully understand this i did nothing right now nothing i did you see right now set source type it is giving me automatically he has highlighted everything for me and my source type is highlighted automatically by default by access underscore combined underscore w cookie i can see the event breaks i can see the timestamp i can see some advanced option right now over here you see etc 
date time dot xml i can see everything over here okay holding the slide here for a minute carefully look at the screen then we going to proceed further okay you can see right now the highlighted one it is written 21 august 2018 there is something post method there is something written category screen id equal to strategy i have something http 1.1 status 200 written over here right and uh, and you can see right now here it is showcasing me some kind of url as well user agent as well okay something something i can read over if i go next i will see some input settings right so host field is written my name let me write web underscore application because that's a web application thing okay next thing i am putting the default index as default only nothing i can create up a new index as well and i go with next i can i can review everything over here and i click on submit so it is uploading the file right it will take another just half minute and you can see now it has uploaded successfully and i can configure your inputs by going to settings data input okay i can start searching as well so i am opening a new window for it and i am going to data inputs as well and i can see that what are the inputs data inputs right now in my splunk environment So you see right now, like uh, I have local event logs and all those stuff, and whatever whatever I can add over here, I can add files in directory. You are asking me about file integrity monitoring. We can do these kind of stuff. Okay, then you will see in the search tab, it has automatically automatically. I did nothing. You can see automatically it has given me a search command. Nothing, right? Everything, and you can see we will come to it. No worries, we will come to it. and uh, you can see selected fields automatically host source type everything interesting fields also left hand side it is there okay and highlighted one it that means it is we are calling from the search you can see this timeline i can go with one month and anything i can go with patterns right you can see some patterns as well over here right i can go with some statistics also i can go with visualizations if i write over here um stats pipe symbol stat count okay and i click on search right you can see one statistic is coming see count is coming because of this query okay so that's 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 what we call as a search command right do you remember like we started into color coding as well so you can see count is there i can sort it by ip as well i can write a dollar symbol variable i can do multiple things with it okay so right now i am again doing the same thing i am going to the data inputs and i am importing more logs over here right so more logs we will analyze this time i am going to upload one linux logs okay so let's go again quickly upload all the logs over here so linux logs right now and this is done go to next 
this is all fine i am going to next give it a name right input settings i am giving okay let's keep it default and save this as let's save this as web server right and here i give web underscore server i go review and i won't submit done it is also uploaded and one more log is also there db audit so let's uh, audit that as well right i will add one more time so add data then we're going to do indexing right everything we're going to index at one go so uploading selecting db audit that's a database csv file this time right it is not any kind of raw logs or something that's a csv file this time so we're going to go ahead with the source type so let's go ahead and i have to just write over here database because that's the database one you can write any name right i'm writing just meaningful names over here and go ahead right so our step one is completed over here and we can do the indexing now right so to be very frank like i will tell you like if you don't write any kind of source over here or any kind of stuff over here let me delete this particular query and i just click on all time and data it's going to take everything everything means whatever i applied over here it's going to take everything over here. okay so there is nothing like i can call anything because i have all the data and if you want to see the data summary over here how you will see the data summary that which which logs are with you right so you go to simple search and reporting simple okay and there you will see your data summary okay here you will see your data summary you so you see how many logs now it is increasing because my universal forwarder is also working and here you will see multiple source type now you see whatever we added over here it is coming so if you talk about this uh, database right so this database was db underscore audit this web application was uh, that uh, log access 30 log and then we have linux secure logs over here okay then we gonna search now we're gonna search do some search over here right so let's do all time you can select any window from here if you want you can go with real time you can go with last 60 minutes 24 hours i'll go with all time right now and uh, i can click on go so that i can see the entire stuff over here okay then uh, you can click on data summary right so let's suppose i add over here i write error i write error or failed star i want to see only this stuff and i click on search right i am saying all all time right now and i just search for this error sorry typo mistake over here 
let's see how many events you will see 500 you will see it is still increasing it is going till 3000 right now so i have 3000 events which says like we have error or fail star means anything right it can be anything due to anything i am getting the fail thing right so i can search for fail and password also how i can search i can write again fail and right and i write password right so this is like it will help you auto assist is automatically over there you can uh, search it easily and you will get the logs over here if any is there right so i'll go with all time real time it is not there that means we have nothing called fair star like this let me place it over here yeah something is there and there was a space in between the query right so i get all the things related to failed password i will get over here you see failure is there and password both of them are highlighted let's suppose any else of the field you want to include it into the search box you just simply click on it right so let's suppose you click on it add to search as soon as you add to search you see it is automatically added after it only right so by this way it is very easy let's suppose i get window i get a ubuntu i can just click on it and it will be added over there and i can list any number of page 50 number of page and it will be there on my screen right so you can see how easy we can do the things over here okay next thing that uh, we gonna see over here is let's let's write let's write the same query that we have seen index i'm indexing with the main stuff over here source type right so as soon as you can see i write source right you see source type i write source type automatically whatever is there in the plunk it is coming up so i am just selecting this access combined cookie that is coming from the web logs and i write action equal to purchase let's suppose i write okay and i select all time and i go ahead you see 20 i see almost 20000 almost right 19000 logs with me with the source type this right you can see i can see the agent as well it is hitting from mac os ipad right so handheld devices which are always there i can see right product id we can see up some interesting field over here you can see there is an interesting field known as product id these are all the interesting field i can add these things to the search as well it is possible right so i will showcase you one by one field and interesting field what we can do let's suppose i have three more fields which are interesting these are all the fields so you can see event coverage is greater than 100 value that means prioritize right remember we studied one uh, parameter in the slide that we need to prioritize all the things so by default host source and source type are being added over here and the type is string we can see the data types over here and you can see number boolean or any kind of stuff so you can easily correlate and you can see the one who has greater value over here you need to fix it first so you need to analyze it first okay 
So there is a simple thing over here which is written as product ID. You can see on the left hand side and on the front it is written 18. Okay. So let's see. I will just click on product ID. You can see right now we have 10 values with us which is uh, it is saying top values, top value by time, rare values and event with this values. Okay. Carefully see this window. So we can see whatever percentage it is there, we can see up over here and uh, under the interesting fields, uh, we see we have three more fields and if that right. So we can see by percentage also, uh, like how much percentage this will gonna affect us and uh, you can write status equal to value as well over here. For example, I write status equal to value okay nothing coming let's add a pipe symbol and check unknown command status okay this is not working i think stats will be there stats if i write stats count yeah stats count will be there only one it is showcasing same way as I like I did it before right so by this kind of stuff we can do the indexing easily over here also also let me showcase you more things over here now when it comes to visualization okay I'm going to visualization and uh, let's create a pivot okay so I'm taking all the fields and clicking on okay So you can see now this window have came up and on the left hand side I have multiple objects that I can uh, select over here. For example, I can go with simple line chart, area, bar graphs, column charts, anything. Right? I can select and I can export that as well. You can save it as a report or a dashboard panel. You can put it. That's why we said that we need to use multiple monitors. So you can put it on the dashboard panel and you can project it on one of the screens so that it will be easier to analyze over there right so visualization we are doing that's the reason after this like you can generate a report also from this okay so let's suppose i go to this and I click on data summary and let's I'll select my desktop only because now it has a couple of events you see save as report and let's save it as workshop reports database description I can write this one contents events it is taking and let's click on save and let's view it Right, so you can see 
that this is the report that they have given and uh, let's export you can export in csv pdf xml and json okay so let's go by pdf and export it take some time no issues right we can see in the report as well no problem right so you can see we have workshop reports and i think here it will give you to export easily and let's print it yeah here it is okay so let's print it okay so let's say over here workshop report save okay report printing done and let's go to that particular directory and check whether it is save or not here it is and you can see it Right, so whatever we see, you can easily analyze it over here, whatever we get. Right, so client side, managerial side, and if there is a big incident, these kind of activity will surely gonna help us. Right, so I'm going to showcase one more demo regarding Alien Vault OSIM. Right, and after that, I will open up the window for 5 to 10 minutes. We can have a discussion on it. Okay. After this, after OSIM, I will open up the window so that we all can do a good discussion over it. Cool. So, uh, just one moment. Right, so actually when we talk about how a log file is generated into your network, right, this is the actual architecture, this is what a SIM is actually doing to us. If you start from the top, right, I am starting from the top, business units are there, network maps are there, business locations, business processes, you can see you have a, let's suppose you have a data center, you can see the right hand side of the screen, there is written location is Boston right us it is coming boston so software inventory is there you have couple of ip data center it is coming to uh, accounts receivable okay then everything in the end is going to the same solution so you see like collection from how many point of uh, you can say uh, point of contact it is giving us the connection to the same everything is going to the same right now system log security control alerts you talk about uh, peninsula via uh, security inventory over there everything accounts id it's going over there this is how a log file is generated in your network all right then uh, you will see this architecture right this architecture carefully look at for one minute then i will explain you what does it mean
right so as you can see i will start from the left hand side which is written a b c and on the right it is written d e f okay so we have an external website coming from 4.4.4.4 we have dmz firewall 10.90.0.1 web proxy is there router is there and one pc called bob pc1 and we have one pc called dave pc3 okay domain controller is there dhcp server is there and antivirus controller is there cool so a point is doing what a point is saying like we have to make a connection to tcp port 80 the source is 10.90.0.50 that means it's a web proxy cool state is saying that it will be accepted rule is there they are accepting no problem dmz firewall then we have http client get over there which says there is something some bad website.org slash something something it is written asbsexe so actually what happened bob machine which is there on the right hand side was compromised by this asbss.exe which is originally originated from a malicious website the malware is then used bob's account to try and infect the dave epc right dave pc cool so it all originated from uh, this particular url first it infect the bob pc and then it is going to the dave pc okay but antivirus caught it and the bob machine bob pc1 is likely still compromised however we should block the malicious domain and sanitize the bob workspace workspace as soon as possible like the first thing normally generally what we do is we have to isolate and we have to get it out of the segmented network right so we need to isolate it and it is coming from the bob pc this is general what we do up over here right now instead of that what we can do is we can have like security uh, incident event management continuous monitoring that is there that is no problem one another product is there in the market that is alien vault osen right it's open source it's paid as well both version are available we'll see we want to see the both version on the screen okay so what we have over here alien vault osen is what it's an open source security management information management right it's a tool which helps organization to manage their security posture more effectively and efficiently by detection and response to threat and it is open source okay so what is the benefit of it first of all you can do log management over here possibility is there you can see the alerts possibility is there you can see the trend analysis possibility is there you can do a vulnerability management possibility is there through open wasp scanner that is why till today open wasp scanner is not a dead thing in the market because it is being still used by alien vault hosting okay then you can create some good report you can uh, connect it to cloud environment as well you can connect it to microsoft azure environment as well possibility is there these are some of the goals that you can see that we can play with alien vault osim okay now the goal or objective or alien vault osim is that it provides more visibility on the network traffic in an organization and improve threat detection capability the reason being why it is written that you can have internal detectors and external detectors as well by this mean i mean to say that you can implement your ti integration over here okay it is noted second point that some security incident takes place due to poor detection capability and poor visibility of the 
network traffic going through the enterprise network how we can improve this we can improve this through collectors right so events are collected and normalized and sent to a central server known as collector okay the same thing that i was talking about the aggregator over sim so this is also there okay to overcome they have developed a integrated solution called a sim solution osim which monitors the network traffic collect all the event logs from the network device it relates the database schema and displays in a concise format okay so what we have alien vault server stores the event in the logger possibility is there so i am going to understand make you better understand by an image over here okay so as you can see now we have one thing in osim i'm talking about over here osim right alien vault osim i'm talking about so i told you like we have one thing which is known as collector over here right we have collectors right we have alien vault i am writing av don't take it as antivirus it is alien vault right alien vault detectors right so collector is doing what here the events are collected right and they are normalized also okay so events are collected and normalization is being done what is detector is doing over here detector is generating the events i will tell you why i am writing generating events over here right so applications are shipped to alien vault detector applications logs are shipped to alien vault detector over here right alien vault detectors the uh, to generate events right so basically what we do is whatever application logs are there we are giving it to detector right so it is doing what it is generating all the events in that particular ocean right then we have one simple thing over here which is known as logger these are the components right of this particular thing so logger is doing what logger is storing the events right so we have three things as of now i would say the first thing that we see over here is the collector the second thing that we see is the alien vault detector and the third thing that we see up over here is the logger over here okay three things are there this is uh, how the architecture of alien vault is working and also just like splunk is giving you a web interface right alien vault also give you a web interface as well so that you can do the system metrics you can do the reporting you can do the dashboard you can do the ticketing system all of these thing is possible over here okay now one quick demo for it i will showcase you all right so you all can see now that i have one instance running over here 
right so you can easily you all can easily download there is not requirement of much ram over here you can see like i am running this only on 4gb you can run it on 2gb even this io so there is no problem over here it's going to be a little bit slow but no issues right you can easily combine over here and how to uh, play around with it is you can download with this link because it's open source right here it is right so easily you can download the iso from here easily you can download right i'm pasting the link in the chat box so that you all can see okay so i have downloaded i have mounted and this is the login area where i can see that my hosting is there right so let's log in and first of all check that what is the configuration of this particular server okay so it's going to log in now as you can see now we have a green screen and a simple layout just like a bios okay so here you will see you have system preferences second option you have configure as a sensor right maintaining the troubleshoot jailbreak system you have support you have about installation reboot the appliance shut down appliance and apply on changes right so let's go ahead with the system preferences and configure network and i will showcase you that how you can set up any kind of dns over here which is allowed you can set up you can do simple management where you need to see that which interface we going to use for it right then you have alien world firewall as well inside it right you can use that as well then you have network domain my domain netbars name what i want to give it to it i can give it then you talk about host name i can give a host name to it whatever i can do right so let's go to network and i'll showcase you proxy configuration as well right and uh, setup management let's go to interface you can set up a vpn as well over here this configuration is also nice right so i want to access through a vpn from a file or through any kind of configuration you can do that right network domain all right so let's see okay let's come back and the second option configure the sensor we will see configure network monitoring configuring the cidr right we can configure we can configure the alien world server ip as you can see right now server ip it is 127.0.0.1 it is given over here framework ip you can see right now my framework ip is 192.168.0.30 right so i have assigned it a dedicated ip to it so static one i have given it so i can monitor all the data sources plugins i can enable the netflow generators over here i can anything regarding network i can put it play it over here okay after that like apply on changes you click on there are no changes to apply no problem and after that what we do is like uh, we exit from here let's suppose and as you can see on the screen it is written that we can access by web interface 
192.168.0.30. Okay, so let's let's access this. Here it is, and uh, SSL warning. Let's accept the risk. Right, even you can see it from here as well. Or you log in over here, no problem. All right, you all can see now I am logged in. Okay. On the right hand side, it is saying me one warning that connect to OTX for account to get inside into emerging threats into your environment or whatever. Right. So first of all, let's analyze this that what else we can do with this and I'll showcase you the difference between OSIM and USM as well. Okay. So if you can see right now, it is giving me one problem over here that connect your OTX account. So let's get familiar with OTX as well first. That That is another product from Alien Vault. So Alien Vault OTX, right? This is known as Open Threat Exchange. You can see all the IOCs, domain, everything up over here. Right? So let me just quickly log in. Right. So as you can see now, like <clears throat> this is coming up over here like this and I'll give you a quick introduction, two minutes introduction on this. So this is the dashboard of Alien World OTX. Alien World OTX means open threat exchange. Whatever latest threats going on around the world, we can get some information about it. For example, the top one right now you see right now, pulses over here, right? So pulses are nothing, it's, it's a kind of a feed you can see. So if you click on it, you will be showcasing with the description of it, right? If I zoom in a little bit over here, there is a protocol known as TLP that is known as traffic light protocol in threat intelligence. So TLP white has a, like a meaning that it will not be shared with the community. It will be shared with the community at TLP red, uh, yellow and green, just like your traffic signals. We have these color codings over here. You can see IOCs, whatever URLs, host name and hashes. Right. So we can find it from here only. Cool. After that, you can scan your endpoints also. So for endpoints, you need to install an agent. Uh, some, uh, I will showcase you. There is a, there is simple, this PowerShell script. Right, PowerShell script, you just copy paste, put it into your PowerShell uh, console. Agent will be there and then your device will come at the bottom. After that, you can click on this runner scan. You can select couple of scan which you want to do and it will scan your system. Okay, after that, there is an option for API integration and this is my API key as you can see on the right hand side. So you can see you can integrate these things with directly with Taxi and uh, Suricata. You can go with Java SDK, Go language SDK, you have bro IDS with you, couple of things, right? We can integrate with us. So let's copy. I'm copying this and I'm just going over here and integrating it over here. 
let's connect the account right let's see what will happen up over here right so it is asking me for a key let's give the key okay and uh, let's connect otx account right so this is how you do the integration the same thing we can do with splunk as well same thing when the application is anything going to ask you for this and you can see that alien vault account has been connected the otx pulses that you have subscribed to begin will download shortly process may take some few minutes right so here what happens like you can subscribe to certain kind of news feeds for example i click on let's suppose this is warm windows 32 something coming up huh? i will hold the screen you all can see easily right so this is a backdoor which is saying windows 32 delf some category is written i'm just clicking on it okay as soon as i click on it the related pulses on the right hand side feeds come over it i can subscribe to anything which what i like like for example i can click over here subscribe subscribe to pulse subscribed now it will be added directly to my environment because key is there it will go and it will be there in my environment automatically okay so now coming back to this dashboard let me explain you this is the overview right see overview will gonna give you all the things that dashboard you gonna see okay so as you can see now error is not there because it is there now it will take some time to import the things so you have executor you have sim logger events and you have sim by sensor and source data so i want to showcase you something called as hids right host based intrusion detection system i want to showcase you so i will go to agents right you can see agent and agent list both things are there if i go to agent list i have to add let's suppose i go to new okay i go to new i need to give the username and password over here okay if i go to agents i go to agents and you can see one of my agents are active right now this is disconnected right now right how to add up a agent let's see that add agent it says add up a new host based intrusion detection system agent okay i can see all my assets over here assets are nothing ips of that particular range i can open i can see my one of my ips coming that is maybe my router ip no problem i can click on save okay uh, just it will take one minute and it will be saving after that what you have to do you have to just download this agent go to any particular location to that particular ip install the agent as soon as you install nothing you have to do over there you can see right now there is a link over here you can see download agent for pre configured for windows so i will showcase you the one which is active this one is automatic deployment for windows i just click on download link right now okay so it's it's going to give you a agent exe file simple and it will be deployed in the windows and it will be all good okay let's try one more time it is little bit lagging
right as you can see right now it is giving me os sec installer 001.exe go there install that's it once it is installed you have to restart this appliance from that console and it will be all good okay after that what you can do is you can go with vulnerabilities i'm going with environment vulnerabilities right so i can go for scan job i can you can see i have scanned already one host okay i have scanned already let's see the report i can see the report as well and uh, i want to showcase you like how we can create up a scan as well okay a new scan job you can go to scan jobs and you can create up a new scan job as well Sorry, I have to go to vulnerabilities again, right? And I was showcasing you this one, right? You can see directly I have a report. I can export as well, and I will save this file, and it's there. Let's read this file. Okay, being being open source, but still powerful, right? And scanner, which scanner it is using? It is using OpenVAS. OpenVAS vulnerability scanner is. Still, it is using. You can see it has given me medium vulnerability and SSL certificate expire. Right? It has given me good results. Okay. So coming up over here, how to create a new scan job? You can go to scan jobs, and you can create up a new scan job over here. As soon as you click, let's suppose we create workshop scan. Okay. then we you can exclude the ports whatever you want to exclude you have four host over here let's suppose i have adding 0.18 over here and 17 over here and i click on save okay that's all my thing is scheduled now and after some time it will be initiated and after some time it will be completed like this one exactly like this okay so it will give you a report like this quick stuff that what it does for you you can create pivots as well there is no problem right one more extra thing which i would like to showcase to everybody you can open this link in your environment which is alien vault usm versus osim okay you should know the differences like why osim and why you have usm okay so usm we going to use together which is this one okay you all can open this link i am giving you in the chat box and uh, after that you see the screen that alien vault osim if you talk about alien vault osim is open source software this is a cloud hosted service okay open source it needs an annual subscription you can have on premises physical or virtual environments there is no problem over here we have aws cloud environments cloud apps these things with us okay this is single server only right and this is like having multiple sensors deployed on each monitored environment federation ready okay then uh, you can have ss discovery 
वर्निबिलिटी असेसमेंट कॉमन इंट्रूजन डिटेक्शन कॉमन बिहेवियल मॉनिटरिंग कॉमन टीम इवेंट को कॉमन बट यू कैन नॉट डू लॉग मैनेजमेंट क्लाउड सिक्योरिटी मॉनिटरिंग यू कैन नॉट डू दीज क्लाउड स्टाफ वी कैन नॉट डू राइट नाउ आई एम गोन शो केस यू दैट हाउ वी कैन प्ले विद क्लाउड थिंग ओके सो जस्ट ओपन दिस लिंक विच आई गिव यू इन द चैट बॉक्स क्लिक ऑन ऑनलाइन डेमो okay very simple very simple you can put up any information over here right and i'm just opening one instance in front of you you all can also open the same thing no need of any kind of uh, installation or nothing nothing you need right okay just click on this let's go and it will give you one instance on the cloud so that we can do the practicals and enter the live site so i am holding for 1 minute after that i will explain you and after that the chat window is open okay one minute everybody should log in you can see some good results regarding cloud and all the services over here and you can close this tool okay right so as you all can see on my screen that now the dashboard has little bit more features as you can see dashboard was there before right activity was not there environment was there report was there data sources was there investigation was not there settings was there okay now as we see that uh, this dashboard actually this is they are hosting some dummy data over here but very nicely presented right on the left hand side we can easily see that what are the alarms right and this week how much alarms we get 37000 and 21.5000 alarms over here by method i can see by intent so system compromise exploitation and installation these are little bit terms related to you can say cyber kills and also okay then on the left hand side you have data sources multiple data sources we have asset discovery we have okay then we have vulnerability assessment severity and most vulnerable assets you can see most vulnerable assets so i go to most vulnerable assets and i click on full details right i can see each and every inch of that particular ip over here at how it is saying five vulnerabilities it is saying like five vulnerabilities are there i can see the vulnerability range this is rsa something something if i click on this right so let's see more detail about this vulnerability it's going to load a little bit i will come to dashboard again showcase you other stuff okay so now as you can see now it is being opening that particular vulnerability severity low cva status active right i can select i can select the action i can select whatever three sensor are there aws hyper vm vmware i can select these stuff okay and i can make the uh, 
status of this particular ticket to open or closed as well this is also possible so let's go ahead and click on any of the bubbles over here which is written like system compromise let's go ahead inside and uh, you can see that now it has been sorted out by couple of malware infections cnc communications and ips are there okay from the left hand side we can choose the method asset group let's suppose i choose the priority high because i want to focus on the higher priority first so it will be added as a filter now so automatically you can see now we have high priority and we are intent is system compromise okay now high is there let's suppose this is 11 hours ago and i go and hit on this particular thing first thing so as you can see now the alarm details are high status is open i can change it you can click on it and you can change review or close so it's a kind of a ticket over here right we can have a creation rule over here i can select the action which sensor i want to choose for it okay then i can see the source and the destination so sensor whatever sensor is giving to us and from which source it is coming okay associated events this is related to your alien world otx only okay what are the associated events i can see up over here cool then we going to see uh, remediations as well you can see remediations also inside it anywhere you click on it you will see you come down you will see the description of it and you will see the remediation from it so it's giving like isolate the system that's a more common one attempt to identify the process related to the communication perform forensics install the antivirus and the malware okay so these stuffs we can do it easily and host name you can see i can choose up a custom names or i can find it in the events that where it is at which time of event this uh, this particular ip is having that particular event right also we can create report as well that is reporting is same as that of the osim so it is like you can go to generate report and you can click on like save report just like the same way right whatever you want html format how many number of record and you can generate the report and you can save it that's the same over here the only thing is like it including it includes uh cloud services and you can have by data by trends also right so you can see like you will see graphs also someone want to see like at which point of time you are making more reactions right so it's going to be showcasing that thing to you okay you can see these are the old stuff and i can see any related to it or the payload you see i even even see the payload over here okay so uh we can use these kind of stuff all right so now i will open up the window for next 5 minutes you can ask me doubts i have no issues please go ahead window is open if anybody has any doubt you can ask me up yeah hi uh, one question for that uh, relevant uh, it's regarding splunk yeah uh, how easy to you know uh, upgrade 
from light version to the enterprise like for an example if i use the version old version and then move want to move management decided to move to upgrade the system to enterprise so how it is easy no no worry it is scalable sir there will be no issues right because uh, you are just uh, changing your deployment server right so there will be no trouble i think you just need to start up one instance for the uh, sorry deployment server and after that you just need to configure every port and ip to come to that particular deployment server that's it so as soon you can say like it's an uh, it will take maximum how much time it will take it will take uh, maybe 10 hours or so so that you can see all the logs over there so we need to take the backup of the database and we can restore it if it's secure yeah, correct in that case yeah well it's a real time going on so almost like because you, you see here also it is my local system so it takes some time to pick up the log right so some time it will take because organization you will have big big doubts big uh, logs over there yeah yeah true true yeah thanks yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, hi karan uh, this uh, uh, alien vault uh, usm so this is hosted into the cloud right yes so yes, for yes. example if i have a, a three four company small small companies so how do i monitor those companies i need to create a separate vpn connection to access the all the resources or is there any specific services i need to open for the ssl traffic you know to the internet how it will work vpn will work sir that is no problem like you want to uh, deploy for them for your clientele over the cloud server right yeah there is no problem you can deploy easily no no issues in that no oh, okay actually like i just want to know uh, how the communication like you know for example uh, i have a, you can assume like i have a four subnet in the four and four small small companies in the four subnet and the different different location so because i do i don't want to put in for uh, on prem solution for this sim solution so i'm going for the cloud you some uh, alien vault anywhere you some anywhere so this scenario for you know how i wanted to if how this alien vault pull the logs from my small entities that is the question this one will be the answer for it it says alien vault sensor right so what you do in this case you implement three or four whatever your company says uh four separate sensor and then it should come to alien vault osim right alien vault sensor is a separate thing right so sim something like this i will showcase you right so you see you have a usm server over here you have a web gui and you have different different things over there right so you need to deploy this usm server okay this in the middle of the screen you can see there is a usm server sensor so sensor you deploy in different different uh, subnets and then it should come to usm server then it will going to work fine vpn tunnels will also going to work fine but you need to set up this usm server sensor sorry sensor everywhere so you have four subnets four usm sensor everywhere and everything should go to usm server which means this one just like this one what we studied right now right as you can see right now even on the dashboard i will showcase you they have four sensor right so you will see you see this one alien world nids is there cisco umbrella 
विंडोज एनएक्स लॉग्स ऑफिस 365 एज योर एडी ऑफिस 365 शेयर पॉइंट जी सूट ऑडिट एंड दिस वन दिस ऑल आर कमिंग थ्रू सेंसर एंड यू सी सेंसर यू सी दिस वन एडब्ल्यूएस हाइपर वी वीएमवेयर टुडे डिप्लॉयड दैट इज व्हाई इट इज कमिंग लाइक दिस एंड स्टेटस यू कैन सी एवरीथिंग इज वर्किंग एंड दिस वन व्हिच यू सी द कंसोल दिस वन इज यूएसएम सर्वर ओके सो सेंसर डिप्लॉयमेंट यू नीड टू डू ओवर हियर okay got it and one more question uh, in the otx uh, threat intelligence so this will be work only you know relying with that uh, alien vault or if i have any third no, no, party also any, any any no problem because it's a api key right once you call this it will be there no problem i can do it for multiple uh, third party integration as well third right? party yeah 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 you can do you can do no problem in that okay thanks yeah Anyone, any other question? You can ask me up. All right, no problem. Just last thing we're going to do one. Uh, ticket i want to discuss with you regarding incident response miter and attack for better understanding right in a defensive mode so we'll be taking demo as well as i'll be solving one ticket with you okay so even ticket we will uh, discuss and uh, i want to share my screen just a moment all right right so see when we talk about uh, because we get one kind of report right so let's suppose you want to understand that report and you want to map out with miter and attack framework so there are total six points you can see we have step 0 also we need to determine the priority okay determine the priority techniques research how the techniques are been used research defensive options related to the technique research organization capability constraints and determine the trade offs for an organization on specific options and make recommendation three points is research to be very frank where you will research you will research on attack and miter site only okay when we talk about step 0 that is determining the priority technique so what we can do we can have multiple ways to prioritize it all right so we can say what your adversary is doing adversaries are nothing opponent okay so what tools they are using red teaming what you can see red teamers are doing these kind of stuff we want to prioritize then we look for let's suppose what your adversaries are doing you can see you have seven points right now over here spear phishing attachment is there spear phishing link is there schedule task use scripting is there user execution out of this i would say like i have highlighted this user execution user execution is one of the important things in this seven points okay as per the techniques tactics and procedure which you gonna see up in the attack and miter framework all right then we gonna see like how techniques are being used for example we can compare apt group 
39 with apt group 3 as well 29 as well and we can see how techniques are being used and what are the difference in between the techniques all right then we have uh, step 3 over here we call it research related to the technique you can use google also you can use attack and miter also you can use multiple threat intel sources also like you have cloud strike you have uh, threat partner you have alien world otx and you can supplement your own research in this case okay then you see generally this kind of stuff that what are the data sources you can see right hand side of the screen it is written antiviruses process command line these keywords we can put up in the search option and we can see that how defensive options are been related to the technique okay then third option is like uh, third sorry third point which we going to discuss is uh, we going to discuss about organization capabilities right so research about organization capabilities means we going to talk about like what are the data sources defensive and mitigation already are there in place what you can add on what you can suggest right and were you be able to gather something new out of it out of your research so right three points is going in research only okay when we talk about uh, point number 4 right so point number 4 is what are the trade offs that are organization on specific options for example you have example positive example negative right you have leveraging the existing strength tool and data sources close fit with specific threat this is self understandable you can see and you can say example negative we have cost to come with the risk right so this is one of the areas where companies get rejected right so we have like cost in terms of uh risk as well right so poor culture fit with the organization your environment is not set up properly to do this so these are certain trade offs okay that what are the identified options fit into your organization then uh, we have uh, fifth point is recommendation right so recommendation how you can make a recommendation you can get ideas from soft team you can get ideas from your management it can be a technical perspective it can be a business perspective it can be in terms of risk as well all right so on the basis of this we can make certain recommendations okay now uh, what we going to do is uh, i am just uh, sharing you the screen once and one ticket i have for you for you all so what we going to do we'll use attack and miter framework and uh, we going to solve that particular use case with us okay so i am just pasting the link in the chat you just open and download that pdf and by the time i will explain you attack and miter over here right so that link is actually this you can see there is nothing in that link you have one simple pdf file mr ritwik you are not able to hear me all right right so uh, you just have to open attack and miter all 
right, Mr. Rethwick, no issues. Right, so this one is a site how we can use for the defensive purpose, right? So as you can see on the top ribbon, first of all, attack in mitre, what is this attack in mitre thing? Right. So attack is, stands for adversarial tactics, techniques and common knowledge. Okay. MITRE designed by MITRE Corporation in 2013. Initially, it was just made for Windows, just for Windows, nothing else. Okay. So as you can see on the left hand side of the screen right now, we have certain matrices over here. Enterprise matrix, Windows, Mac OS, Linux, mobile and ICS. Okay. The most common one used is enterprise metrics over here. Cool. On the top, you have certain tactics. So when they say tactics, this gray area you see, this is total 12 in numbers. And this is coming from Cyber Kilchen Attack Methodology by Lockheed Martin. Okay. So when you click on tactics, you click on enterprise, you will see the total number of tactics over there that is coming out to be 12 over here. Okay. So we have 12 tactics we can look around it and each of them have a tactic id okay ta001 means this one right we don't have to remember anything don't worry about it let's talk about uh, this uh, technique now technique also have some ideas we have more than 200 plus techniques as you can see right belonging to apt group 3 apt group 29 or any other groups okay so we can search it from here as well we have something called group also, like I was talking about APT and all those groups. So or we have groups also, we have total 94 groups over here. Okay. So how to use this by the way, and how we can use this with this uh, particular uh, PDF file, you can say. So once you download, I will download in front of you. Right. So what you have to do over here, I will tell you, I'll give you some minutes, three, four minutes to play around with it. Just solve the first page only, okay? Just first page. So when you open this, when you open this, it's gonna give you one report from Cyber Reason, Cobalt Kitty, right? So what we have to do, everything is mentioned over here. Just you have to solve this one, two, three, five points only, right? One or two pages, not more than that, right? So what you have to do, you have to select a particular tactic over here, which tactic which you believe that you it's best suited for you okay and corresponding you have to write the technique for it okay so tactic here whatever tactic you can choose and technique you have to copy paste here how you will do you can see this are highlighted right so you can copy let's suppose you copy spear phishing emails okay spear phishing emails already highlighted and you can go to this search and you can paste it over here okay it's gonna give you some detail over here so according best understanding according to you what you can get from this site you can try to map up okay so i give three minutes to you three four minutes five minutes take five minutes till six o'clock we're gonna have this and then we're gonna wrap up the session okay take your time play around with it and let me know just like this it will give you technique and technique id so you can wrap it and you can give it to me all right, then I'll give you the answer. 
everybody just take 5 to 4 minutes right so that it will be good once you do the practice If anybody has any doubt, if anybody has any doubt, you can ask me by the time everybody is solving up the ticket. You have to write the technique number. I mean, uh, like when we search the spear fishing emails and like, so uh, in the search option, it comes like uh, uh, techniques. There are numbers. So, which way we have to write? Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah, I am saying like you can, you have to write the technique ID as well as the technique name. It's better to write completely, right? So, to whomsoever you give this report, he or she can understand easily. Okay, so it's better to mention both of it, or it's your choice, you want to mention any one of it, you can mention, no issues. Right.
anyone has any doubt regarding this miter and all those OSIM SIM solution, you can ask me. No issues. Okay, guys, let's see, right, what uh, our answer says to it, right? To be very frank, I will tell you, like, each one of you, the perception will be different, right? So it's not a short, short thing, like what I think and your answer will match to it. No, that doesn't mean you are thinking in the wrong way, right? For me, I think the first point, the first highlighted thing is I'll go with the initial axis and I'll go with the... Uh, Fish, spear fishing link with the technique ID T1192, right? And I solved only this first page. So for me, it is like initial axis, spear fishing for the second point. For the third, it can be defense evasion or execution scripting. I can go with that as well. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, then for the fourth point, I think it's going to be execution, but it's, it's macros written over here. So I'm giving another one called like execution. So for second, because it is highlighted, you can give only one also. It's not right. You have to give both three of it. It's okay. If you're giving two also, there is no problem, right? So as we can see, right, Mr. Redwick, your answers are a little bit going different over here. So no issues. For two, it is like 86. No problem in that, right? Your thinking might be in a different way. Average SOC analyst or any kind of analyst, any kind of engineer will think in a different way, right? Fifth one is a more common one because it is writing, uh, writing like installing flash players over here. So I will simply go with the execution and command line interface, right? So if we understand like logs like this, similarly, if we understand logs like this, it's going to be easy for us to understand the scenario that what has happened on the other side, right? So we can provide some good mitigation technique. This is the idea of using attack in miter as a defensive approach as an offensive approach as an offensive approach if you see right so it will be like you need to understand how the person gets in and how he's following the cyber kill chain or tools or tactics but right now you're following on the technique id and techniques right you can see techniques is there and whatever cmd you can search by cmd also in the search box you can search by ping also it's going to give you the answer, right? So uh, that is the objective of uh, using uh, this particular uh, MITRE framework for defensive approaches, okay? So that's for the end of day three. We have completed the successful workshop for all the three days. Thank you all for attending, I would say, right? And there is a small request uh, I have pasted in the chat box, right? So you can uh, fill this to receive 10 CP points successfully and the course 
certificate as per the company norms right and any question you want to ask up in the end or for your future you can let me know right now anyone hello yeah 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 sir is it possible to move from one sim to another sim like if you plan to change the sim Some yeah, 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 sir. Companies changes, companies changes. So, do we have tools for migration, or is it all manual? No, no. It like your uh, sim engineer, like sim engineer is a profile. He or she will sim engineer is a complete team, right? So they will implement. Sir, I'm asking of one like I'm moving from Arcside to Slan. Can we do that? Can we migrate? Yeah, yeah, you can, you can. No problem, no problem. Migration, no problem. No issues. It all depends on the company and your clientele, right? Like other side, what you are using, because we are providing support to them, right? Or if you are using your own implementation structure, it's all depend on the company, organization portion. That if you want to implement a new thing, like if you talk about right now, Microsoft Sentinel, right? Total in India, barely you will find seven or eight companies using it. It's still under development. Still, it is in implementation stage. No one has brought it up into production stage completely. No one. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the session. It was of course name. You can put workshop, right? No issues. You can put workshop over there. You can fill the feedback form, everybody. You can fill it, and you can you can fill it, and you can talk even, right? No issues. Window is open. So you're supposed to give us the plan. This seminar uh, link, the official training you're talking about. The Splunk official. Oh, right, 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 right. I will, I will surely give you Phantom one, right? Uh, sir, I'm, I'm not sure exactly. Ah, you're telling the big name. It is Phantom only. It is Phantom only. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Please go ahead, Mr. Ritwik. Uh, sir, currently I am a sixth semester, and sir, uh -huh. I want to pursue my career in cyber security. Uh, sir, uh, I need a guidance. Uh, in which direction should I uh, go first, and what certifications and what courses should I enroll myself to start my career in cyber security? Because as a fresher uh, in my college, no company mm -hmm. is com uh, coming to hire any. Student in the field of cyber security. So, what is the right path to join this field? So, will you guide me this? To be very frank, no company will uh, take you from the campus for cyber security. No one. Yep. Not even big colleges. Yes, so, you have to build up your profile. I would say scratch right because in cyber security, if you are specifically looking into pen testing, VAPT things. small yes, small things are very important your foundation should be strong for example for example i'll take a very simple you are a cse student right yes sir right so if you have attended my last to last webinar or the first one or maybe packet analysis with vaishak right ping is a very simple thing right yes, ip headers right you need to focus on that like you need to learn subnetting superneting right in such a way so that you can design a network infrastructure easily ci idr okay. the base should be clear at your stage right now 
After that, if okay. you want to jump in, the entry gate for cyber security is CHV10. Okay, the entry okay. gate that will give you the baby steps to come in into the cyber security field. That's it. Okay. After that, once you do CHV10, it's gonna open your eye and you can look into multiple direction in which direction you want to move up. For example, during the workshop, you must have seen like we have covered covered couple of things, right? Starting from pen test, then we're gonna have like web applications. Pen test, web VPT and all. Yes, sir. Couple couple of things, right? So you have to develop your interest in which area you feel you can do best, and no one can beat you there. Okay. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Please. And sir, there was one more doubt. Uh, uh-huh. So recently, uh, in this year, in the month of January, sir, I have attended workshop by Mr. Sangeet Chopra, and uh-huh. uh, I guess you know him. Uh, sir, he has advised me to uh, go for Comptia and first CEH and then Comptia. And sir, then what is this Comptia? Comptia A. Comptia A is another vendor, another vendor, just like EC Council. Okay. So you have okay. in like you can have. Maybe I can say you can have more than 20 plus certification with you. But at okay. the end of the day, you have to be knowledgeable. Okay. So it's just like a yep. certification body, just like EC Council, CHUC, right? Just like EC Council. Okay. Okay, uh, other thing is like you have even security also, which is not much popular in India, but popular outside. If you're applying, applying for US, UK, any other um, country, then even security is, is a good vendor, right? So Comtia is good, but Comtia goes with offensive and defensive both mode. So security plus and CH is more or like same you say, but in security plus you're gonna learn with the defensive major as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. In CH yes. you will be all offense, all offensive you will be. Okay. Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. Got you. Thank you, sir. No, no issues. Mr. Rashik, you are asking Pentester certification path, right? Again, which field, sir? Is it like web? Is it network? Or is it system? If you are asking me Pentester, I would say CH, ECSA, LPT, EC Council track, okay? If you wanna, uh, if you want to say, like you want to go into CompTIA side, you will go with Security Plus, CYSA Plus, and Pentest Plus, okay? And at the end of the day, you have to have an OSCP certification with you. Uh, hi, Karan. One more uh, question for myself also for regarding no, the certification sure. path. Uh, no see, problem. I am into uh, mostly. I was into you know Microsoft before. Then I moved to a lot of domains. Like uh, mm-hmm. currently working with the physical security. Uh, in, uh, in that field where we designed uh, solutions for where we designed the solution and for the like airport security ports so you no know, port services where all the like physical security equipments come into picture on immigrations like e gates and all plus uh, a lot of other which comes under the uh, more into physical security on airports where we can imagine a high level of uh, sophisticated installation so in that track which one will be the ec console certification will be benefited for me uh you have implemented right all mostly stuff yeah yeah, yeah. we're into designing and all so like security gates like immigration services all Defense, hardware is what we use defensive you have almost covered okay yes so yes 
offense it will be good to have an offensive approach right now so ch ecsa lpt right so this will be good and if you do in the near future perfect like it will be perfect technical keyboard exam oscp where tools are not going to work vpn tunnels are there you have to do port port forwarding there you have to go tunneling there you have to play with the proxies connection then you can enter into some machines so if you're good at those levels network levels i would say let's go with the offensive side and you can see how protocol flaws are there in the network now okay so that that side will be good ch ecsa and lpt ch is there ch practical is there okay so for that you need to have ch certification with you then you have ecsa ecsa practical is there both modes are there okay so i'm going to open this on the screen you all uh, can see do security engineers required to learn programming language if yes what will be the bare minimum bare minimum i would say you should know at least java java you should know and mostly you will see jsp and php right so even if you are learning basic scripting any kind of python script will be good right so it will be enough for you python if you know like syntax will be good for you if you know python right sir so i was talking about this uh, first of all ch and ch master once you become like once you clear the objective type question questionnaire and practical one also so this is first track you will go with ch and then uh, you will go with uh, you can say you can go with ecsa that is security analyst this one and in the end you go with lpt license penetration tester that will be good for you um what is the full name i forgot mr sozwan can you repeat your question which one how to prepare for oscp full name uh, my full name is uh, karan shivastav all right would you recommend this course to a colleague mr tinku which course you are talking about and mr shri ganesh like uh, for ibm kurida sir you can go with their uh, i will give you certain links right so you have uh, something known as this over here you can bookmark these links anybody who wants it for ibm kuridar right community edition it is there so general documents are there technical documentation you can easily learn from them and you can use them in your daily life okay these three links are uh, enough any other question anybody you can ask me no problem
thank you all for attending the workshop on all three days all right so uh, it's good and i hope you will implement all of these knowledge at a very good place and i hope you will be upgraded whatever discussion we have done so far and uh, it was a very nice session with you all good number of doubts good number of implementation questions and a couple of things we discussed on all the three days right and i hope you will grow you all will grow for sure mr sameer okay. have... yeah yeah please go ahead please go ahead mr sandeep yeah thanks i would like to appreciate for the three day session which you delivered it's a really good initiative no problem no problem uh mr ashik uh, my next session is going to start from tomorrow next batch same three days right so mr samir your question was i have two year experience in software development and implementation i also have done this okay and ch but still people want one year of experience at least i will tell you why because you are switching from a development field to a security field for a security field you are a fresher right so it's better to prove them with your uh, knowledge and your networking skills right so if you have a combination see ch is just a baby step i always say you it's an entry gate to enter into cyber security it's not like having a ch will get you a job no you have to be specialized at some particular area okay that is the uh, thing thank you mr pragya thank you for attending can i have link i missed first day mr ashik uh, the all the videos will be uploaded on the youtube no problem right. hey, karan what is the uh, class tomorrow sir the class actually we run three batches of this workshop right because of higher registration so the first batch i complete today next batch is next 3 days 25 26 27 same track okay it's not going to be different one and one more uh, is there one more aws workshop is there that has been conducted by mr krishna right so you can attend that as well cloud one that is also free okay uh, karan actually this ecs and lpt both are very practical oriented right these are yeah yeah yeah, yeah sir both even ch also sir it's not a theoretical practical okay. and to have more of uh, practical over there okay great okay okay so you and have the uh, how the mm -hmm. preparation will be that, that hack the box and one hub that we need to start with that right for oscp oscp yes you will see sir number huge number of resources people share their experience right but one yeah, more of confusing a lot a lot of people right. sharing lot of them right so the one i would say you search it for one guide that infosec we prepared as an uh, oscp preparation guide on slide share right i will share you the link no worries yep. you can follow that link everything is written in one single document okay so if you look for slide share you see this oscp preparation guide right it has been prepared by me only so you can have a look at it and everything is there inside that particular book i made almost 30 pages concise why because like people are looking for notes all over around the globe no we don't want it right have it at one 
Yeah, yeah, I pasted it. I just pasted it right now in the chat. Yeah. Okay. So have a look on it and uh, you can start preparing with this, right? And Is my experience... For, uh, you know, that uh, OSAP bootcamp, uh, which uh, offered OSAP by... OSAP bootcamp by offensive security, it's going to be, sir, very fast. Very fast. Yeah. If you're okay. doing it professionally, you can ask, like, code depth, but it's going to be very fast, right? Instead, you can say, so no one gives you the official training. Even I saw the TJ, TJ Null, this one, and that's also very checklist, 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 right? Ah, that is fine. The checklist, the, the CSV file, the Excel file he maintains, it's good for the Even some His video channels in YouTube are so very nice. IPP sec, IPP sec is there. So it's better, like you better build the methodology and forget about tools, right? Metasploit is gone, not going to help you in the exam much yeah so forget about the tools and you build your own lab i would say right it's not a big deal you can maintain your own lab it's not a big deal right okay so you can use uh, these things easily where to learn to oscp sir you can see lab like this right i we maintain something like this okay are you part of that oscp preparation 2020 i saw your name there yeah, I 20, I think, yeah, I think I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. Right, correct. Yeah, I'm also part of that. <laughs> okay, okay. No problem. You can ping me, no issues. Right. All right, all right. <laughs> no issues. Is it possible, like, uh, I can join the OS question again? Yes, I can. Miss Pragya, your voice is coming through. Okay, okay. Now. So sorry, so sorry. My mic was not on the proper position. So what I was asking, like, can I join the OS uh, day two session again? Day two session again, you can ask the sales team, they will share you the link, no issues. Okay, no okay, sure. Because I missed something, so that's why no I just wanted to... No, no issues, ma'am, no issues. Okay, okay, sure. Thank you. Okay, current Mahesh here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, this is regarding OACP only. See, actually, yeah, to no. prepare for OACP means uh, any any trainings uh, will be available or uh, how we have to, like, uh, any groups where to join, how to go about it on OACP. To be very frank, even if you take training, right, at the end of the day, it's you and your keyboard. Okay? First thing, make it crystal clear to your mind. At the end of the day, it's you and your keyboard. Okay? Now, when it comes to OSCP, the only thing, first of all, have a clear picture. It's a foundation course. It's not an advanced course. Keep this myth aside. The only thing people are saying in the market, it's tough, it's tough, it's tough. It's tough when you don't know the things. It's easy when you know the things. Right? So, if you see the track, offensive security, if you're saying OSCP stuff, then how will you become an OSCE or OSWE? or OSWE, where you have to write your own zero-day exploits, right? So if you see the courses, you see the first thing comes up over here, it's written start here, PWK, start here, right? It's the foundation course. It's not an advanced course. People make it a myth. No, it's, I can say like for preparation, it will take you three months, four months along with your job or whatever you are studying even, right? But once you do it, you will learn the basic mythology. Basic, basic, it's not an advance. Again, I'm repeating, it's not advanced. They have added new things. They have added uh, exploitation for AD. Okay, no problem. But still, it is basic. Okay. 
whatever material they supply that is uh, like if you follow that if you understand that if you do their labs that will yeah. work out sir that will work along with you solve machines on vulnerable hub no problem don't go to google it will take you two days to solve a machine no problem you fail 10 days you fail 11 days you will be succeeded okay take time build okay. the methodology yourself there is one machine meta exploit kioptrix level 1 2 3 4 5 okay there are more okay. than 10 ways to break that machine one machine okay. can be break by minimum two ways remember this okay right before uh, so, taking up this oscp whether we need to for like a practical approach whether we need to solve any lab exercises so to get ourselves confidence that okay i can take it up oscp examination or i can go for it you can start learning by vulnerable hub once you feel okay. comfortable once you feel comfortable take one or two month access of hack the box okay one or two month access of hack the box okay start solving is it like subscription based yeah this is subscription based you have to spend almost 10 10 euro maybe 10 euro maybe and INR, if you talk about you have to spend like 900 rupees per month right? i think that's for so the vip access right for the basic access yeah, you don't access. need for the basic access it is free right so but i recommend you go for the vip access invite code actually you can't get uh, access like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you can you you have to crack it actually you need to if you want to get inside sign into this website you need to hack this is their methodology right so uh, you, you can have access yeah, yeah, yeah. That the steps are there in the YouTube. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Perfect certificate is clear. Yes, you can say you are in the banking sector, GRC. My question to you: Which certification will be good for you? If you are in the banking sector, GRC, you can look for GDPR, PCI, DSS compliance. You can go with TOGAP implementations. Okay, and the one which is written uh, C-Risk, that is good. That is actually good. Have yes, you can SAPSA, SAPSA, can you tell something about SAPSA? Yeah, sir, SAPSA will be easy before that you do um, TOGAP. Okay, it's all about architecture, right? Yes. It's all about architecture, yeah. Before that you do TOGAP, right? Yeah. That, would be. that is enterprise architecture, yes. That is enterprise architecture, right? Yeah. Uh, Current for this OACP certification, uh, I think what will be the appropriate period of time? Like actually, see, I'm working, so uh, daily I can spend uh, approximately about three to four hours. Suppose uh, taking this time and weekend some more time, uh, what would be the approximate time for preparation for OACP? Actually, I'm, I have already uh, completed the CEH and uh, practical. Uh, so I'm just thinking, that, uh, thinking to take this OACP. But uh, what would be the appropriate three months? Three months. Enough. Okay. Three four days, uh, three four hours per day. I'm counting the pandemic situation right now, right? And uh, the you are in the weekends, you are free. If you are implementing some more time, maybe five hours or so, it will be good. Three months, good enough time, right? And take the last. Okay, first of all, minimum. Okay. Two. So you wanna spend almost. Okay, lab environment for what? How much period, sir? Two months, two months. Two you months. have to spend. Uh, should we uh, should yeah. we start with lab uh, exercises or uh, with the PDF? No, no, no. 
No, no. You have to first read off the PDF, then you have to start off. Alongside, you can do. That is why I said, like before that, only you build the mythology. Before that, okay. So once you take two yeah. months access, it will be almost like you can see twelve hundred dollars over here. Okay, this this will be good for you because you are working right now, right? So yeah, yeah. Be, this will be enough. So even so, that lab access also we can take extension, like it is there uh, thirty days, sixty days, yeah, so what yeah, you can yeah. take extension. But like it's it's gonna take you over there. And uh, yes, uh, OSCP recertification one fifty dollars only. OSCP retake. Yeah, but you have to wait, right? Nowadays, what they do, they make a plan, right? You cannot give before uh, three weeks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, once true. you wait, you have to wait for three weeks. Karan, uh, how same with six buses are Like how they are marking in terms of what? Uh, in terms of because the exam will be twenty four hours, right? Exam twenty four hours, sir. Five machines. Uh, two machines of twenty five points. Two machines okay. of so even yeah total 100 points minimum 70 to get 25 25 becomes 50 20 20 becomes 40 and then 110 so you have 25 25 50 20 20 40 90 and then 110 machine which is 100 so minimum 70 even if you get a privilege of user account not an administrative one you get step marking okay so it's like passing is easy, I would say, but building the methodology is difficult. That's the case. Okay, thank you. Right. So one question from Mr. Rajneet. Let me take uh, having certification like CCSP, SEC plus, CYSA plus, CHV10, programming languages like Python, basis of Java. Having experience of one year of SOC will help me in transition from SOC to security engineer or land as a security engineer with minimum three to five year of experience. What will be your recommendation on the track? I'm not able to understand whether it is worth spending too much on all those certifications. You want to jump up into security engineer, right? Mm -hmm. I remove SSCP. SSCP is the basic of CISSP. Okay, remove it. Uh, SEC plus, you can put SEC plus and CYSA plus is a good one, good reputation in the market. And uh, CH, yeah, this track will be okay. This track will be okay. And don't say like you are spending on the certification, say you are investing on the certification because this is gonna help you to grow up and as well as your scale, payment scale going to increase, right? So you are not spending, you are investing. All right. I hope uh, you all guys have filled up the uh, feedback form, right? And any other question you want to ask, you can ask me. Go ahead. Okay, last question. Uh, see, in this case of this OSAP, whether uh, we need to go before to that LPT and all uh, that, Kind of certificate course, or we can go directly and take up that OACP. Why not? Why not? For sure. Why not? You can go for instead of you are investing fifty thousand on uh, LPT, uh, spending thirty thousand on ECSA or so. Maybe I don't know the sales price, but still, it, it's better. Like you can learn something like this. So you can spend around. Uh, 
hundred thousand over here and it will be good But the market value, like the people says, like CH is for uh, certification. Your value baby step and entry gate, ah, huh? it will open up the entry gate. That okay, you are into cyber security. Welcome. Because see, no, no, OSCP is not so popular. Like for the certification, no, 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 OSCP is popular, sir. Very much popular. You apply for a pen testing job if you are OSCP, right? So OSCP preferences will be given to you. Don't worry about that. Your knowledge, because you are proven, right? You are sitting in front of the camera for twenty-four hours. You are going to make twenty-four hours. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's very yeah. It's it's like it's proctor is not that much proficient, right? Here there you make one mistake, right? You are going to lose it for your entire lifetime. So OSID is there. You have to create your OSID. You have to give your PII information over there. They will approve your OSID first. It's not easy to register even on this offensive security. Then you're gonna make payment. You have to wait for three weeks to get the codes to you because apart from you, there are multiple people around the globe who are preparing for OSCP right now at that particular stage. Right, so you have to wait. Oh, it's not like the part the OSCP. Is there any like uh, what is the procedure to get? Uh, we'll get a certificate directly, or is is there any uh, endorsement process like CIS? No, 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 no. It's it's like uh, once you are certified in offensive security, any certification it's going to be staying there for a longer period of time with you. It's not like they don't have any expiration. Okay, no, no need to collect, you know, CP points and all the things. No, 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 nothing, 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 nothing. Once you are okay. there, it's proven. Every course, right? You talk about OSCP is proctored right now. OSWP is not proctored. They're gonna give you an SSH connection, connected, break the keys and come back. Then OSCE is not proctored. OSWE is proctored. OSWE exploitation expert is not proctored. So last one OSEE. If you talk about, uh, you have to create a zero-day exploit. By the way, in that case, right? So I hold only one that is OSWP in the end of the day. OSCP soon it will be there with me. Anyone else want to ask up any question? You can ask me. No issues. No, this OACP and other other course certifications are there. No, these are all uh, like different different certifications. Or is that just a best of it? This is other kind of levels. Uh, that... No, no, this is different. Right, the first one OACP is related to your system pen test. Then you have AWAE. The course name is AWAE. The certificate name is OSWE. That is for web okay. application web expert. Third one is OSCE. That is uh, your, uh, I think, um, cracking the parameter. This is for reverse engineering, right? Then OA, uh, you talk about AWE. That is for Windows exploitation. OSWE we call it exploitation expert, right? So, so based on our background, we can take it up. Right? Like like yeah. suppose if I am having programming background, I can take the OSWE. Correct. 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 What is the programming language do you know, and how did you start career and want to know about trainer better? 
Okay. Uh, so far, my programming language skills, I do have like shell scripting with me. I know Go language, Google language. Uh, I know Python, which I use it for my scripting of the automation tools, right? And um, starting of the career in cybersecurity, I was like, I started off with CH only, and mostly I practice like hands-on things, right? So at the end of the day, like I would say, if you are trying to impress someone, you can impress by your words and your experience. So once you have done the hands-on, you can easily say, okay, you have configured the server over here. Okay, this is there. You have done it in a simulator. You have done it in a virtualized environment. This is all experience, like. So then I I would say like I learn actually from the audience, right? So I learn mostly from the audience. That is why I will able to hold this much of experience with me. For every exam, we will get lab for practice. Uh, in offensive security, yes. Share your experience with OSWP certification. Mr. Sheikhanes, it will be like uh, start of the PDF. You can complete in a week, schedule your exam, and you will be passed. So this is my four-point experience. Right, nothing else. Local setup. You just need a simple router that is uh, like D-Link or any other links is you can use. That will be good. So you can set up and you can uh, have an alpha wireless adapter or TP-Link 722N adapter along with packet injection with you, so that you can play it easily. Wireless adapter for Kali Linux. Uh, which is available. Wireless adapter, sir, there is one. Ah, Mr. Apas, please go ahead. Actually, if you see the computer, uh, there is a CYSA plus, right? Mm -hmm. So, is, that is also talking about for uh, cyber security. So, so yeah, how that is cyber going? security analyst, right? There are four domains, threat intelligence, vulnerability management, there is cyber incident response, and one is security architecture and tool set. The latest version of uh, CYSA Plus is, uh, um, you can say CS0002, which is uh, coming out to be in the last month of May, I think it is coming. It has been launched, it is there, but it's better you get the exam for CS002, so you're going to have like almost 80 to 85 questions with you, and 750 is the total score, you need to, uh, 900 is the total score, and you need to get minimum 750 to pass of the certification. Okay. So if you come, if you if you compare with the OSCP, uh, CEH, and the CUSA plus, which is better? A very difficult question. For foundation, CEH is better. For practical foundation, OSCP is better. For offensive and defensive approaches, CYSA plus is better. Right. So if you want to have some, you don't like theory. You are more of a technical aspect guy. I would suggest you can go with a combination of CH and OSCP. I think uh, for CYSA plus versus CISSP, I think CISSP is better, I guess. Yeah, that is uh, different, right? This is not at all management. That is all together. <laughs> this is security testing, right? This is security testing. That is security management. No, no, in, no longer run CISSP in front of it. This will exist. No, not at all. Okay. Thanks. 
any other question anybody no problem ch requires 2 years of experience in security no 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 mr naman it, it's not a mandatory requirement no problem you can give it for i check the it's written like your eligibility age criteria if you see only 18 plus is there sir i don't if you check the website it's written like if, if you have to attend a training session by some e ियसलीटेड because he have submitted he made some special request to offensive security and their parents were also there that he will not do any kind of offensive stuff and he cleared at the age of 14 so it's not uh, age is not a problem over there 18 plus 17 plus you can do if you don't have experience you can go for atc training otherwise you can have show case your skills that is all there karan can you show me that uh, wireless adapter thing i think Okay, okay. Sorry, I I changed it. Huh? Yes. Actually, this this model is not found here. Uh, is there any other model like latest model like TP-Link or something? D-Link. Sir, this one is the latest, or you go with the AC nineteen hundred. Yeah, this particular model is not there uh, at all. <laughs> which location? Which location? In Qatar. Okay. okay. <laughs> You can pay for this AC nineteen hundred, ah. Huh? It is also it is having four antennas. Five point. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is okay. Yeah. You can have, or sorry, you can buy it from AliExpress, right? If you like it, it's gonna take some time, maybe like ten days or so, but it will come to you. Which one? Alibaba. AliExpress. AliExpress. right this you can try but they will deliver internationally where is where they based they i don't know their origination to be very frank but i think they can do right because i have some clients with the uae as well so they use this stuff amazon is china right now i wait for this pandemic situation to get over i think you will get it in qatar I think qatar is more advanced in terms of this Surely it will. Yeah, normally we get uh, things from eBay because because of the China it is stopped now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. So even like e Amazon dot AE is there, right? Nowadays now they don't use yeah. silk and all this. AE difficult because we have issues with. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, right. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> no problem. No problem. No problem. Right. So CH will having basic law certification necessary for security engineer? No, 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 Mr. Rajneesh, that is not required. Security engineer? No, no, cloud is not required. If you want to have a plus add-on knowledge, I will not stop you. Right? But it's not uh, like a mandatory thing, I would say. Okay. any other doubt anybody you can ask me up i am opening the window for next 3 4 minutes more
do you have any uh, open forum like you know to uh, ask the questions like in future like you know is there any like uh, so do you have anything like this like kind of uh, a telegram groups or whatsapp groups or in open forum internet or something i think the whatsapp group is just shared uh, in the chat window uh it has been shared by someone else right i don't know i copied it but no that is something no no that I is said. some hackers something like you know hackers that they somebody shared it not from current okay 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 just wait for a moment right i'll give you two links you can anytime you can ping me over there okay any other doubt anybody apart from all this stuff right you can ask me any of the channels if you want okay and uh, you can let me know if you have any doubt in the near future i have no problem anybody any other doubt you can let me know thanks uh, karan very much uh, for your time and it was really uh, informative and we learned so many things thanks for your time and really good effort thank you so much thank sir. you for attending on all the days thank you thank you so thank much you. sir thank you so much Yeah, thank. thank you so yeah. much. No issues, no issues, Mustafa. No issues. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so I would say, like, uh, stay safe, right? And uh, use this knowledge for a better purpose, right? Security analyst versus security engineer. Which one you think is the boom in the near future? Uh, knowledge of both i would say that will be implementation stuff plus analysis power right uh, more of more of analyst i would say more of analyst are more required okay so use this knowledge i would say for a better cause and whatever we discuss the use cases so far within the 3 days i hope it will upgrade your knowledge right so thank you all for attending all on the 3 days and uh, wish you a great success in the future so people can share their linkedin id right we can we can all connect yeah yeah i yeah. i just post thank, thank you sir bye bye thank you all right all right sir all right
All right, guys. Switching for the day. Thank you all for attending, and uh, stay safe. Bye bye. You, you too. Bye bye. Thanks. All right, sir. Thank you.